Circle K is America's thirst stop. And yours. Stay cool this summer with ice-cold favorites like Froster, Polar Pop Cup, iced coffee, and more. When life's go, 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 make us your first stop. Circle K, America's thirst stop. to the ooh, wee bah, mic is like way up there holy cow <laughs> welcome to the nimnik <laughs> chevrolet outdoor show holy cow man that thing uh, is, holy cow it, i mean it went like whoa in my ear i was like wow good morning captain kurt good morning we'll have i'm sure we'll have longer been on <clears throat> here sometime soon he's uh if he's awake yet. yeah if, if he's awake yep 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 he is uh taking advantage of the holiday weekend absolutely and getting as far away from the water as possible yeah and i, f- <laughs> I feel him <laughs> It's, you could see it starting to just peak yesterday. I mean, you're starting to see a lot of folks that were hitting the water. Weather's going to be really nice. Yeah. Have the privilege of talking to a couple people in the last few hours. Uh, talked to Eric, uh, Captain Eric Proswimmer, who was with JFRD. I got an interesting story about a situation that happened yesterday. And then I talked to our, uh, our friend, Lieutenant Corey Bridwell with FWC. Yes. About who, who, the who, who we've had here, yep, who's who sat in with us Ooh. about the uh, incident yesterday. So we'll talk about that okay. later in the show. Okay, cool. Um, we got an incident, and it you know it's it just all goes back to what we talked about last weekend yep. in in depth about just being safe out on the water. There's going to be a lot of people out. Weather's going to be nice. We got some. Uh, we're starting to see that heat that you know produces some pretty epic thunderstorms around here and. That's another thing that people need to be self-aware about. Yeah, I we we um, I I didn't expect it yesterday. It, it right. came in kind of late. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we got thank goodness we got a little bit of rain mm-hmm. out of one. We didn't have any kind of uh, what with us because we're on and, and you also we're, we're on the east side of ninety five. Right. A lot of times, once it gets there, it just kind of it kind of hit either you know it hits that southeast sea breeze. And uh, just kind of peters out. You know? Well, and so we and didn't get anything intense. You live on one side of the ICW, and I live on the other side. Yeah. And it, that, that thing right. seems to be kind of like a, a thermoclimic wall. Yeah. That when the the fronts push, those thunder boomers push, mm-hmm. and they hit that, it kind of freezes them. And they either they're either strong enough to push through it and keep going into the ocean, or they diminish rapidly. Yeah. But usually when they hit that. That little bit of cool air, it produces some pretty uh, crazy lightning. It, it 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 does a lot of heat. It, yep, it, it and that's does. one thing that I am not a big fan of uh, at all. What lightning or the heat? Well, actually both. <laughs> <laughs> the the only I'm allergic to the, the, anything over a hundred degrees. Yeah, I know, I know. The Golly. the the only the only good thing um, about the heat this week, and we kind of saw it last weekend, is that. The water temperature did jack up a little bit, you yeah. know, and and with the wind direction, thank God, the bait showed up. Yeah, I, I felt for you guys. I really did. I mean, you and I talked a lot in the last couple of weeks. We've had bait for almost two, two, three weeks. Yeah. 
and you guys have had virtually none. No, I, as a matter of fact, um, none on Monday, God, none on Tuesday. That's crazy. And and on Wednesday, honestly, everybody just went straight out. And and it, listen, I I had two two pretty good days on on Monday and Tuesday. Nothing not, nothing crazy, but I mean, I had good days, and it it, it was. A matter of bottom fishing, which is, is mm-hmm. it's been really good. So on on Wednesday, um, I had a ring power trip, and everybody's like, "What are you going to do?" I said, "I'm going to run down the beach. I am not going to give up. You know, yeah. I am bound and determined that eventually it's going to show up." In the back of my mind, though, I I, I honestly, Kirk, I thought it's going to be another 2020 summer. Mm-hmm. You know, because last year we had no bait. I mean, it was Tough. there was we beat up Salt Run to the point to where uh, you know. <laughs> ridiculous yeah so i turned and and i was in 20 feet of water and i i probably got a half a mile north of the inlet i was going to go fish up there to the northeast and i saw some turns some some bird action i mean finally life yeah life. you know what i mean life Something, on the ocean yeah yeah you know because it's been it's been the desert man there hadn't been any birds or nothing i thought well dang there's some turns you know diving down and then i, I saw a pelican and the pelican dove, and Ooh. I went. I went. No Thank way. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yeah, L- Lord, so, please let there be bait here. Yeah, exactly. Please, <laughs> exactly. So I pull up there, and it's not like immediately apparent. Right. You know, I'm looking. I, I, so I'm like, guys, just be quiet for a second. You I know? gotta hear. I, exactly. So I go up to the front of the boat there. Flip, and I went. I, mean, I got the biggest grin on my face. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard Dude, one. I mean, I, I, I had to, I had to knock the dust off of the cast net. You know, I it's mean, like walking <laughs> in the woods, squirrel hunting. You go, God, there's nothing out here, and all of a sudden you hear one. <laughs> you go, oh, oh, yeah, there's one. So, I mean, I'll just the first throw, man. It just floated, and I'm giggling, and they're like, "What? What were you so happy about?" And I go, "Y'all," <laughs> I said, "This is what I told them. I said, total change of plans." Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can go do whatever we want now. I, we we got we got bait. We man. got I mean, primo yeah, bait. And, 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 you know, and 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 they still wanted to go bottom fishing, which I I don't care. Hey, you know, because I now I can catch my flounder. Put a flat line out. Put a flat line out. That, we did. We had we had a ball. I mean, we caught we caught snappers from ten to twenty pounds, like nice. it, you know, and then uh, the flat line, just like you talked about. Okay, um, he has to wait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he has to wait. <laughs> You there, Logs? I'm here. There you yeah, are. Darn, we hey, figured you just chide in. That's I'm, all. Yeah. I'm, shoot, man. I'm I'm listening to the story. I'm sitting there going, yeah. Yeah. And then <coughs> I had gone offshore, so I had no signal. And when I got back, I saw where you had sent a text uh, to to Kirk and I, yeah, saying yep. that, that that you had seen pelicans. And I'm thinking, man, <clears throat> you know, Jeff. Here here were my thoughts before this 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 week, and on Monday and Tuesday. I mean, I, 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 I got to think maybe it's just not here, and maybe it's not going to show up. Yeah, you know, I really did. I mean, I because there was nothing to the south. Mm-hmm. And, right. and, and Jeff, I don't know where it comes from. I think you know, it comes from the, the east. It's got to. Well, it's deep. I, I don't think there's any doubt that it comes from the east. But I think the one the one change that I noticed that was different along the beach from all of last week and then Monday and Tuesday and why things changed, or at least what changed for what I saw on Wednesday was that you had a, a noticeable dirtiness in the water show yeah. up along the exactly. beach. Yep. Went from that clear, yep. crystal clear. That, that Exactly. Right. I mean, literally I was sitting, because I mean, I'm looking at it now from the standpoint of, okay, I want to surf fish too now. And so I'm looking and for, 
all the last couple of weeks and I've been surf fishing, I mean, heck, you, you try to find those little clear pockets just past the breakers and that seems to be where the fish bite. Yeah. And, and, uh, this past Wednesday I'm looking, I'm going, man, there's nowhere to fish that's got clear, that's got clear water. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that you're not going to catch anything surf fishing that way, but I mean, it was noticeably different. And then I saw the Pelicans dive and I was like, okay, all right. Because you know, when you think about it, when all those dredging operations happen for some reason, like in St. Augustine and when it was happening up there around American beach and all that stuff, when they do the dredging, I don't know why it like attracts the pogies. Oh yes, it does. So it, that dirtiness yeah. along the beach, I don't know if it attracted them in or what, but uh, it, it, I'm just glad they're there. Uh, yeah, they yeah. don't. They don't like that crystal clear water. When we had that hard no, south southeast, I mean, it was evident when you got offshore. The giant islands and mats of sargassa weed crazy were unbelievable crazy i mean i saw some that were I, I, there a was half some, a mile there long. was some jeff that i went around yeah you because, had to yeah i wouldn't go through it because it probably would just get all well, in your all engine and, yeah you should have seen it, it jeff there was there was places out there where you would stop and look over and you go that looks like an island that's how big they were yeah yeah i didn't see anything that big but i can tell you that there was a lot of weeds on the beach I mean, a lot of weeds. Yeah. So, but, so uh, Jeff, it's it's interesting, you know, I know people are like, why are we talking about pogies this morning? Because they were excited, okay? Right. But but if that bait does move east and west, which is obvious, okay, pogies come to the surface. They feed on the surface, right? Yeah, they're filter feeders. They're plankton. But, but my point is, why don't we see them wherever they are? Why aren't well? Why aren't the pelicans diving on? I mean, wait, let's let's just take for example that they're two miles offshore. Yeah. Okay. Well, we, we never. I mean, you you understand? What I mean? There's enough of us riding around yeah, the why ocean. Yeah. You see them offshore? Yeah. Like I mean, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, totally are, agree with you. Yeah. I, and, and everything feeds on them. Everything. Everything eats a pogey, right? Right. So if if they were two, four, five miles offshore, and 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 if you guys remember, this was crazy. I think this was two years ago, and and Brian will probably help me out with this if that's if that's Lesage. Two years ago was one of the most unbelievable sailfish bites southeast. Oh, yeah. Everybody was catching them. Everybody was catching them, Jeff. We were. I all, mean, it was. It, we all caught two or three. No, no, no. Bucks. I'm talking about. I'm talking about Gulf Stream. Yeah. I'm talking about like like 50 miles southeast, Jeff. You know what they were eating? Pogies. 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 That's right, Brian. Yep. Pogies. Yeah. Kevin, we've we've cleaned Wahoo during the wintertime yeah. with pogies in them. You, get, you look in their stomach and there's pogies in them. It's and you you weren't fishing with pogies, right? No, no. Yeah. I mean, or you're talking speeding. 50 miles out, right, Brian? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think they go way out. I really do. I know this week I marked in 40, 45 feet of water, big knots down near the bottom, and I'm like, that's got to be pogies. Well, why don't they come to the surface? Yeah, if, I mean, it, I don't know. It, Doctor yeah. Doctor White, maybe he can explain <laughs> that, but I I don't know. I think they got way out in that deep water and they stay close to the bottom because maybe maybe it's safer down there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. They get, they get exposed, but I mean, a couple of times, and we talked about it. There were a couple of times in the last two weeks that I caught bait. I never saw them on top. All I did was kept watching my bottom recorder, and I'd be in thirty five, thirty six feet of water, two and a half, three miles off the beach, and I go, oh, there they are. And people yeah. go, how'd you find them? I said they were ten feet under the surface. But the, the knot was so thick, it was like orange, you know. Yeah. So all you do is you drop your net, extend your arm as far as you can, and you get a net full. Hmm. Uh, it's, 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 it's crazy. Brian, it's, did, you, did you fish this week? 
Uh, well, we fished Sunday for the Blue Water, but you guys got me so dang I'm excited. I'm going to get the boat right now and uh, fish the beach. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding you. Uh, dude. I am not kidding you. The, uh, you it's been fun. You, you get outside that mud line, yeah. that water's beautiful, man. It is. It is yeah. beautiful. I mean, Southeast Hole yesterday, Brian, was just as pretty as it could be. Wow. It's just gorgeous. Right, a buddy so, of mine so caught we'll... a uh, 38 pounder up here off of uh, Fernandina Inlet nice. yesterday. Sweet. So, so the kingfish are all the shot. beach. Uh, no, I fished okay. the red tops just so, just be perfectly frank just, and honest with everybody. I fished the red tops yesterday, fished all down in there for an hour. And then I fished the Southeast hole for an hour and, and nada, nothing. nada. It's okay, marking so you good. Got to go to the wrecks. Got to get outside of seven miles right mm -hmm. now. Honestly, Jeff, that's, that's what I'm seeing in, you know, and I'm fished, I fished every day this week, you know, I'm just and that's telling if you, you want to catch kingfish, obviously. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing right now. It's 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 been the same thing in Mayport, so, uh, Mayport, it, Saint Augustine. In St. Augustine. Um, and there's a lot of egg bearing females too. I'm seeing a lot of that. Really? Yeah, no I kidding. caught uh, every fish I caught this week that I cleaned had eggs. Interesting. So that means they should push. Yeah. You know. Uh -huh. Hey, have you guys beach. ever heard of anybody eating the kingfish eggs? By the way. No, we we talked about that before. Um, They're really bitter. I, I have. You have, right? Yeah, have you tried? Them, them? I've, yeah, I put them. I've made like I put them in an omelet. And how were they? Fried them up and put them in an omelet. It was good. My, it, this goes way back to my grandfather. My grandfather used to, you know, coming from California, they used to eat all the row. Yep. And when I moved up here, he started doing it. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it's not a delicacy. It's something, you yeah. know, I crave. But every once in a while, yeah. I mean, I've, I've what, eaten. What color are they? They're, they're yellow. Yellow, gold. They're yellow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean. But they're big sacks. I've eaten plenty of trout row. I mean, that's, and, and it's exactly what Brian said. That come from my, my, my grandparents. I mean, my, I mean, we ate it for breakfast. I know. I tried eggs. I tried mullet row one time, and I did not like it. Yeah, I, it was I've bitter. Never, yep, it was bitter. Trout, trout row. So, so Kevin is yep. is trout row considered uh, like the, the best of yes. the saltwater fish? Yes. Okay. Yes. And that's speckled trout only, that's, or? Um, I no, I wouldn't say that. I, I no. As a matter of fact, we caught um, plenty weak, of weak fish. Weak fish too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay. That that we that we ate the row out of, for sure. Fry it. Right with your right with your eggs, brother. Seriously, yep. I mean, we, we have. Is there breakfast. any other? Is there any other way? Yes. Yeah, I mean, no. yeah. what'd you think I did? Boil it. <laughs> Made a sushi roll. That's right. Oh boy. Yeah, go ahead. Now we're going. Like 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 that go worm. Just let it go. Yeah. Savishi. <laughs> so, so yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, mm. uh, I mean, so I mean, what what's caviar? Yeah. But bigger eggs. Well, bigger eggs. Bigger eggs. Right? Yeah. And what what fish yep. does caviar come from? Sturgeon, right? Yep. Sturgeon. Yep. Sturgeon. I okay. think it's I think it's the green sturgeon. I think they get it from both, but I think the the high dollar one is the green sturgeon. I think I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, you got me. That's that's outside the realm of my knowledge. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, I, Brian I, we, I hey, it um, one time. Real quick, try, try it again. before we take a break. Brian, did you catch anything on Sunday? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we ran into those same mass you did uh, about eight hundred foot of water. Uh -huh. We had uh, twenty three, twenty four mahi, Damn. and lost a big blue in a sail. We 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 had our chance at the tournament, but uh, I don't know if the marlin got tail wrapped or what, but it broke four hundred pound leader. Oh no! Man, and you know you saw him. You know he came up, and you know when he starts to greyhound and roll, you see everything from the dorsal on up to the bill, and he wow. was a. Uh, 
he was a big fish. But there was a lot of blue marlin hooked and seen on the Sunday, Kev. Uh, That's great. That east wind pushed everything in. Yeah. And uh, I know of at least 12 that were either seen or hooked. I tell wow, you what, that's awesome. Monday and Tuesday were yeah. some of the largest sargazzo mats I've seen in years. Yeah, I know. I mean, just enormous. Were we- they out there, Brian? Real quick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and uh, yeah, I know we could go into how you fish around. All right, buddy. We got to take a break. Appreciate you. All right, guys. Thanks, man. Yep. See you. Six four one ten ten six four one ten ten. If you want to join us right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Kirk Waltz, I'm Captain Kevin Favor, and Jeff Lagerman is joining us via what's this thing called? What's he on? Opal. 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 We'll be right back. Dilly Dan? No. <laughs> Jeez. I tell you what. Freaking really. I wish I could play a guitar like Mike Knox. I just did that for you, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It's freaking spreading. <laughs> Everything, Steely Dan. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoors show. Uh, that is funny, Jeff. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't Come encourage him. Don't oh, encourage either of those knuckleheads. I think it's funny. Head. What the hell? <laughs> you know what? No, nobody else is laughing but the, the four of us. It's a little yeah. levity yeah. In, the, in the studio here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, Everything look, that Jeff I'm hears. I'm not laughing. There ain't no four right, right, of us. Okay, right, three of us. Sorry. Yeah. Insult my musical sensitivities. <laughs> I you are so sensitive when it comes to music. He is, just, hey man, that's you why know, you yeah. you gotta know. And yeah. when you're just being a jackass about it, you're gonna get called out. <laughs> Can you believe that, people? And we pay him to treat us like that. Oh, uh, okay. I gave him a check today. <laughs> that's man. right, oh, mighty man. He's, you know, he's, he's like, hey, no, wait a minute. No, he's, like, he's like, I got my check. Oh, uh, he's no, I'm he's holding on to my check right now. I better watch my mouth. <laughs> I mean, we get more insults from our producer than we do from uh, each other. You do not shut up. It's brutal. God. It's like uh, we need to go up. to the such foul language. I, I, I know, know, I know, I know. Like... I, you, real quick, before we go to the phone lines, real quick, let me do a, a, a weather, and then Kirk will give you the tides. Weather's always brought to you by. Okay, Jeff, who's it brought to you by? Oh, my favorite barbecue, <laughs> the Bearded Pig, man. <laughs> How many times did you go there this week? Uh, Six. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't go this week, but oh uh, I was I was okay? proudly represented one of my favorite new hats. Because one of my favorite old hats used to be that bearded pig hat. Uh huh. And uh, that's the beautiful thing. I got a new bearded pig hat that I love. It fits great. So uh, I'm representing. Gotcha. Cool. Hey, uh, I got to tell you real quick. Yeah. I- I'll throw in a story. Um, we got, we went to a grocery store and got uh, bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. Okay. To a grocery store. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, brought them home, uh, threw them in the air fryer. And did them up, and I was like, "Wow, these are really good." And my wife says, "Yeah, these are really good, but they're just—they're not as good as the bearded pig ones that we have." Yeah, there you go. And yeah. I, I was like, "I was like, man, it's always better if you cook them yourself." Oh, that bearded pig! <laughs> hey, by the way, did you guys know that I think yesterday was like National Brisket Day? Really? Really? I That's a thing. No See, I idea. think I think last Sunday was National Barbecue Day. God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So anyway, uh. Small craft exercise caution today. I saw that early this morning. Yeah, it blew like, yesterday afternoon. Now it got like, jiggy with it. Southwest ten to fifteen, becoming south fifteen to twenty Oof. in the afternoon. Three to four, eight seconds. Um, so it's and then there's a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. So keep an eye on that. Tonight, southwest winds fifteen to twenty, becoming northwest ten to fifteen. That's that, that. That'll lay it down. Yeah, a bit. yeah, yeah. Northwest winds tomorrow five to ten. Becoming east in the afternoon, so that sounds like a good day. Monday, 
East winds 10 to 15, 2 to 3. Tuesday, east 5 to 10. Wednesday, southeast 5 to 10. So, looks like it's going to be a good week. Good week. I mean, let's just hope that that uh, a little bit of that east wind doesn't scare our bait away. That's the only Well, the, the wind the wind is a result. There's a front that's, that's pushing down and literally the front is right over top of Tallahassee right now. Yeah, well, I mean, if you look out on the map, I mean, literally, it's it's right. I mean, and I look, I'm looking right out in the sky right now. It's right over top. There's no rain here, though. Yeah. Uh, but that's why you know yesterday was in the 90s, whereas today is supposed to be in the 80s. And so this this front pushing down is bringing a little bit of wind and then cooling the temperatures off a little bit. Yeah, looking at the radar just now, it shows a pretty good line of showers that start in the Gulf of Mexico. They go all the way up into Tallahassee, uh, towards Savannah, and then cut all the way into the Carolinas. I mean, all the way across the East Coast up to Virginia. So it's a it's a big pressure system coming through, and it'll probably hit here late this afternoon or tonight. Um, the tides brought by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, right there, Peniman and Beach Boulevard. Oh, I, I got to chime Peniman. in here Peniman. real quick. Peniman. I got to I got to chime in. Oh, okay. Fire away. Okay. I got I got to chime in because you remember a couple of weeks ago when I told you guys that me and Dylan met Ed and Gordon for lunch at the Grom. Yep. And and I got the Peruvian and added the chicken salad on top, right? Yep. Okay, well, not only do I have a son who is a freak for Angie subs, I have a daughter who's a freak for Angie subs too. Uh-huh. And she gets very upset when I come home during the week and I've got an Angie's cup. Oh, and her first response is, "You went to Angie's without me." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, uh, I can't pull you out of school, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, uh, right? No excuses. Right? So when we get to the weekends, of course, she's like, "Dad, can we go to Angie's?" And so this past weekend, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we can go to the Angie's." And so she brings it up. She goes, "Should we go to the Grom?" <laughs> Here, a ten-year-old girl. Yeah. Okay, I'm already brainwashed her. She's yeah. already wanting to go to Angie's. She's the like a junior really? foodie. Yeah, what already. a shock, oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I, I I asked her. I said, "Which one do you want to go to?" And she thought about it for a few minutes, and she said, "I want to go to the Grom." I said, "Okay." Mm. So you remember the last time that I was at the Grom? I was kind of upset because uh-huh. Ed did not tell me about this sandwich that they have called. The hammered pig, uh-huh. hammered well, pig. which is a which is a pounded out flat breaded piece of pork fried on a bun, some coleslaw. Well, when we went this time, I got the hammered pig, exceptional, exceptional, exceptional. awesome. Okay. Gotta say, if, if people, if you go to the Grom, get the hammered pig. I don't know, is it on the menu there, Kirk? Uh, I don't know. I think I think he puts it up on the board. Yeah, I think it's just on it's the like board. A special it's thing. not on the menu. Yeah, I think you're right. What are the tides? <laughs> Is that what we're doing here? I thought we were doing a recipe <laughs> thing. <laughs> My God, Jacksonville Beach, Florida. The tide's rising. You got a high tide at eleven ten a.m. Uh huh. And you got a low tide at five twelve. Um, Did you have crazy low tides this week? Yeah, unbelievable. Unreal. I saw crap I hadn't seen in years, dude. I, and, that and that Jeff, full moon sucked it, and then the uh, west wind. It was. I, there was two days, Jeff. I almost did not make it to the ramp. Mm. I mean, I can I'm, see it. I'm talking throwing mud, doing everything I could to get in there, man. I mean, and then and then I was worried about you know the, dropping off on the ramp. I saw people drop off the ramp oh. this week. 
that I hadn't seen it in was, a long time. It was it was crazy low. I mean, and the tide was ripping out of there. Yeah. I mean, just ripping. Yeah. So all right, let's let's go talk to Gary real quick. We've got a couple minutes here. Yep. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, hey, you know that incident that happened yesterday, and you guys have been so so good about emphasizing safety while you're out there on the water. Yeah, we got details and, about that. I talked to a and couple. And luckily, of the four year old had the life vest, but it, which probably saved the boy's life. I would imagine a good possibility. But she, she shows you proof how lucky and how foolish at the same time those others other two that didn't have life vests on yeah. the seven year old and the father. I mean. Uh, Boy, it just could end so much more okay, well, 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 for wait, wait a minute here, <clears throat> because I'm, I'm in the woods, and there's okay. probably a lot of there was, people there was, have no idea what's going I, on. I, there was, I, I know all the details. Well, I talked we'll, to— uh, we'll, we'll talk about the incident next break. Yeah, we got to yeah. wait, because it's a pretty long story. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Gary. But it could have ended so badly for everyone. They're oh, very fortunate. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Couldn't agree more. Thanks, guys. See you. Thanks, All right. Buddy. See you, Gary. All right. Before we take a break, let's go talk to Top Gun. Wow. Gary and Top Gun in the same break. What's up, Top Gun? I feel the need for speed. <laughs> What's going on, boys? What's up, buddy? Hey, uh, y'all boating this weekend? No, uh, sir. Not today. No okay, way. There ain't no way. Well. Nope. I was going to tell you to watch out for the 1,000 jet skiers that'll be trying to jump over your boat or something. <laughs> hitting, yeah. hitting that weight. Um, listen, the next time you have the river wizard on, tell him that Top Gun wants to know what's going on with the manatees, what they're doing for them. The, and the river wizard? And the yeah, Dr. White. Yeah, the doctor. Doc, Dr. Dr. White. Dr. Okay. That's what I call him. Okay. You got um, you got to speak Top Gun lingo. Come on, Kirk. I'm yeah. sorry. And speaking of, and speaking of that, I happened to be at the Beaches Historical Society, pretty cool place, yeah. and uh, picked up this book about early explorers, and I was kind of reading through it, and um, they were talking, you know, to Leon and Jean Ribot and those guys, and uh, they were saying that uh, when they got in the waters of Florida that there was documentation by the crew that they saw these beautiful women swimming around the boat with fins on the back and um, they called them uh, mermaids. Right. And uh, uh, the article went on to say that historians believe that those were manatees. And all I got to say about that is uh, those boys must have been on that boat a long time. (laughs) I knew that LTS, was coming. LTS, baby! No, no. Oh, there's more. Yeah, um, I feel this, like I'm in this, a Ginsu knife commercial. This guy was going down the highway, and a, a motorcycle cop pulled him over and uh-huh. um, walked up to the window, and the guy said, uh, what did I do wrong? He said, by the way, I'm a doctor. And the uh, cop said, uh, well, about four or five blocks back, you ran red light. And... Um, uh, the doctor's wife sitting next to him said, uh, I told him that light was red to slow down. And the doctor looks at her and says, would you shut up? And he looks at the cop and says, anything else? And the cop said, yeah, back further I clocked you doing uh, 50 miles an hour and a 30. And uh, his uh, wife said, well, he's a doctor. He thinks he can do anything he wants. And I told him to slow down. And, uh, doctor looked at her and he said, I told you to shut up. So the cop got a little 
irritated, and he kind of leaned down to the window, and he says, uh, ma'am, does your husband always talk to you like that? And she said, only when he's been drinking. That's <laughs> yes, baby! <laughs> That's, that's pretty good. That's good. That was I money. Give, I give him credit for that one. That's, it's not the punchline Kevin I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I knew. I knew the joke. Did you I, really? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I never heard it. it. It's still, it's still, it's still pretty good. All right, let's take a break here on the Nimick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's not you even eight o'clock. Exactly good six God. four one ten ten, and it's a holiday weekend. Oh, it's all good. We'll be right back. Steely Dan. <laughs> oh, don't do that to Chris now. Come on. Oh, hey, hey, Logs. Hey, watch it. I can turn all of your microphones off. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. I got, I got, right, I got, I, I got good news and I got bad news. What do you got? Okay, the bad news is, and we'll start there first. My Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine is temporarily not doing breakfast. Okay. Okay, and that and makes me sad. It, it makes it makes me very sad too. Simply for the fact that they can't find enough help. Gosh. That makes me really you know, sad. I mean, I'm like, and, and so. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And, and they, they want folks to know if they want a great environment to come work. Come work. And, and here's the thing. I personally know all the marketing people from there and the owners. Yeah. They fish with me. These are great people. I mean, if somebody's looking yep. for a job, um, the Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine across from Home Depot. And I mean, it, 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 I'm just telling you, really good people. So, and I'm, all right. you know. All right. So, um, real quick, yeah. We we got a message from Chris Schultz, and he was at the Mayport boat ramp, and he said that as of seven fifteen, uh, trailers were already in the overflow lot. So it's obviously oh, yeah. going to be a lot of people on the water now. He said something about that lot being fenced off in a few weeks. What yep. what's going on with that? Yeah, you didn't get that. You got to be kidding me. No, I, I'll I'll look it up. But, yeah, I've, I've got that notification. So they're going to go ahead and move ahead with this construction of taking the clubhouse and moving it over there in, yes. in the dirt lot. That's what it sounds like. That, oh. that is just. Yep. So, so what is that? I mean, basically what he's saying and what you guys are talking about, there's not going to be as much parking at the boat ramp. Is that what's going to happen? That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, and because they're gonna do what? They want to eliminate the clubhouse trailer for the offshore fishing club in the Mayport Community Center, which, to my opinion, that is really never used as a community it, center. So, so here's here's the here's what I got. I'll, I'll just read it to you real quick. Okay. Uh, contractor plans to mobilize the new Mayport Community Center project at David Wayne Park on June 21st after completion of the community center. Uh, which is 2022, spring of 2022, they plan to install a new playground and potentially a small shelter at the site. The entire park will be blocked off with temporary construction fencing uh, June, uh, starting June 21st, which includes the dirt overflow parking lot across from the Mayport boat ramp. Big mistake. So yeah. wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, wait, wait. They're going to put a playground in? They already have yes. a playground there, and it's a nice playground. Okay. I, I don't, I, Jeff, I don't get it. Only thing to me. No, here's what it does say. It does say this. He says, obviously, this is temporary, but it said the community center project will include paved overflow boat trailer parking. 
So it's gonna okay. It, okay. So so from but from June twenty first until spring, you're you're not gonna have that parking. Worse, you know. I, it's- I would suggest, and I think most people that have a little experience with with boating, et cetera, and use the ramps would probably suggest to start the project in September. Thank you, Jeff. Well, I mean, I mean Jeff, I'm not Jeff, a genius, Jeff, Jeff, listen, but I can figure that part. That out. makes too much sense. It's all to me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it it's politics at its worst. It's just you know, timing is is like you said is not eloquent in this. Right. It should be done in October, September, January, February, March when we have the worst weather that we have. Yeah. When there's not a lot of boaters, yeah. not during the peak of the summer I, I, traffic season when the boat ramp is packed. Yeah. Now we've got a situation where we talked about it. Saturdays and Sundays are like the 4th of July. Yeah. And Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays are like the weekend. Mm-hmm. So you got five days a week that the, that the boat ramps are being accessed and used a lot because a lot of people are working from home and they have a lot of extra time off right now. It's, it's the worst possible time to do this. But do they listen to us? They pay any attention to the const- the constituents that are using the facility? No, <laughs> they're going to do it when they want to do I, it. I've just given up. I mean, you, you know, it's you're, like, it's, it's you know what I, hey, I, you know I'm what sorry. I hate when somebody calls me up and goes, well, "What's your opinion?" Yeah, and I give them my opinion. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a thing. Uh, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk's getting fired up. I yeah, am. Just yeah. Let me play some Steely Dan. Hold tight. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeff. Hold on, hold Chris, on. Let me let me, let me find some. Can yeah. you really? Yeah. I, I could more right, more Mark Knopfler. Will you? Here, here, Steely Dan for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what you get. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All right. So so wait a minute. Before uh, in the last in the last segment. Uh, Gary was talking about something that happened, and yes, I have not heard. Me neither. Somebody, somebody, explain what what happened and what he's talking about. So I got a phone call. I talked to uh, Lieutenant Corey Bridwell this morning. Had a conversation with him. I talked to um, Captain Eric Prosswimmer, who is a spokesperson for the JFRD, and there was an incident in the St. Johns River, uh, somewhere between the Fuller Warren Bridge and the Buckman Bridge, where a father. And his two children got anchored up in the St. John's River. Now, remember, we just went through a full moon tide. Yep. And we were just talking about it. There's been a lot of water moving back and forth. And when you have these full moons like that, that's when you have the peak of water movement. They were out in the river. guess they got hot. They decided to anchor down and go for a swim. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Yep. Current was a little strong. Um, father and his two kids, I think it was a four-year-old girl. She had a life jacket on and a seven-year-old son. Now, according to, uh, the rules, FWC, um, six and under in a vessel under 26 feet, you're supposed to have a PFD on when you're in the water in a boat, when the boat is moving, right? Anyway, so. And let me let me make sure that's right. But anyway, what happened was they all went swimming. Current picked up the four-year-old. She started to drift away. Seven-year-old swimming was struggling against the current too. The father went after the four-year-old, according to Captain Prosswimmer, and the seven-year-old drifted away. He was trying to save the four-year-old and was able to to get to the four-year-old was wearing a life jacket. Seven-year-old was not. They drifted apart. The little boy 
seven years old, was able to swim to the banks of the St. John's River and walk up in somebody's backyard and knock on the door and had said, hey, my dad is out of the boat and can't get back in. Oh, my God. Which sent the flares up. Thank God for the, the joint efforts of the Jacksonville Marine Unit, the Jacksonville Fire Rescue Department, and their Marine Unit, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. They all jumped in and communicated together effectively and were able to save all three of them. The conclusion was that they somehow, and I talked to Eric about it uh, in detail, and it's, it's a really a miracle. Yeah, it is. That, that he was able to survive, number two. And then they found the father and the daughter at the Buckman Bridge. I don't know how far they drifted, wow. but a, cons- a considerable distance. And the, and the moral of the story is, number one, you got little kids in the boat. Yeah, They need to be wearing life jackets, number one. Yes. Number two. It's the law. Just hey, tell them the, it's the law. I, mean, even, I think the law said that it, they have to wear it when the boat's moving. Well, I can, or under power, isn't that correct, Kurt? Is uh, that the law? And then if it's stopped, like you're anchored up, you go for a swim, you don't have to have it on. But I, I used okay. to tell is that right? According to the FWC website, a child under the age of six must wear a U.S. Coast Guard-approved Type 1, 2, or 3 personal flotation device while on board a vessel under 26 feet in length while the vessel is underway. Under now, power, underway, exactly. underway is defined as any time except when the vessel is anchored moored or made fast to the shore or ground so they're, they're not breaking the law but I, I used to tell my kids because i was always worried about something like that possibly happening and i would just tell them look it's the law where you have to wear the life jacket when you're on the boat i don't say anything while while the vessel's underway right you, you just tell them that, you know on the boat you got to wear it well and and here's the thing you, you gotta folks gotta use common sense yeah. And, I, and I talked to Lieutenant Bridwell about this this morning. I told him it was Thursday this week, and I'm flying in from offshore about 12, 31 o'clock. I get to the Navy base. Now, get this. We've got inbound, outbound marine traffic, ships that are stacked up mm-hmm. coming in and out right now. So you got commercial shipping traffic out the wazoo. The Navy base gate is open, and they're conducting – Marine exercises with their ships, with the warships. Mm-hmm. You've got hundreds of boats coming out because the weather is nice, yep. and we're coming up on a weekend. And there is a father and his family tubing in the middle of the river <laughs> at the mouth <laughs> oh, no. of the carrier basin oh, to the fuel docks, doing figure eights and donuts, <sighs> dragging a inner tube with a kid on the back of it, trying to throw him off. Yeah, by uh, making tight yeah. turns. And I'm looking at my folks, and I'm going, I can't even get my head around the stupidity of that. Yes, exactly. Why? Wow. That's insane. That, that is Jeff, insane. there's so many places. You could go up near Fort Caroline and get Fort out of George. The, uh, Fort George. Yeah. You could go uh, uh, up to the Nassau River yeah. and get in a place where there's a lot of little coves. You could go down the Guana River State Park Absolutely. and get behind a sandbar over there by the Guana River and do that. Well, it, it just it's goes just... to show, and, and I hate to say this, that when there's a lot of people that don't have any idea when it comes to boats like that. I mean, that's we think of it as common sense, but for some people... They don't have that common sense. Uh, common sense is not all that common. It's common not. sense gets thrown out of the window, it, and it, I see it, it too just, often, it, and that's how people get people hurt. Don't, Jeff, they don't understand the water. 
They don't. No, they don't, they get, don't it. get it. You they know, don't, they don't try to read it hard enough. Yes, they need I don't to read think it. It's, it's any different than getting in the St. Johns River and then anchoring up. Yes, and then going for a swim, and then I mean, when you when you see the current moving and how it's affecting your boat on anchor, and you ch- it should tell you, yes, do not go swimming. It, it's that's too too just, simple. Just try to use the mindset of being as safe as you can exactly. in an environment that's a little, at times, extreme and dangerous. Yeah. Hey, folks, if you've got a trailer, like, sitting in your driveway or, like, you know, it's your brother-in-law's house or something, and he's telling you, look, you need to do something with your trailer. Yeah, move this piece of junk <laughs> yeah. out of here. Or it's your best buddy. Yeah, yeah. Says, what are your trailers yeah. or, doing or, in my or yard like, yeah, Or maybe you're storing. You know, one of your buddies' trailer, and you're yeah. like, "Hey, dude, come you know, on, yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready to get this thing out of here." My cows don't like looking at that. <laughs> Stack M Storage. Listen, they'll come pick up your trailer. They'll take it to dry storage. Keep it. it take care of it. Five point inspection. When you need it back, they'll bring it back to you. That's StackMStorage.com. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Guess what you're getting for the rest of the freaking uh, show? That's Alice Cooper, isn't it? That's ACDC, right? That's Alice Cooper. I'm going to turn off your mic, and we're just going to okay. listen to Steely Dan. All oh, night. that's great. Hey, um, got a Boat text sales. from from our good buddy, Consignment Boat Sales, yesterday, Jeff. And he said, um, Consignment Boat Sales is selling boats. Um, he said, just sold a 2018 Blackfin 27 center console, which is a beautiful nice. boat, a Nitro Z21 bass boat, two Pathfinders. And he said, we're looking for more. He said, center, call, center consoles, bay boats, et cetera, jacksboating.com or, or call guy at 249-6225. So if you're looking for a boat, a used boat, folks, and look, here's the deal. I've seen him take boats in from friends of mine and, and – Kirk, he's like, okay, we need to fix this, 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 this. I mean, he goes through them. Oh, he's meticulous. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you want to sell one, he's the guy. If you want to buy one, a used boat, he's 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 the, he's the man. Hey, uh, our Facebook page this week, guys, yeah. uh, Captain Kirk uh, had the nice kingfish on the front of the boat. Kirk, by the way, is there a, is there a kingfish dip update? Uh, working. <laughs> working proce- progress. So that means no. <laughs> so, well, sometimes they take it all. And so okay. I've, I've yep. got to get out on a day when I can get one for myself. Okay. Um, but I would say by next Saturday, you will have a fresh batch, Jeff. Well, whenever, whenever and you, you, need you weren't here today to anyway. So, help you. Huh? seriously, when you need somebody to help you Test catch it. one, oh. okay, I'm your Huckleberry. Wow, you're so <laughs> yeah, nice. You we could just and pick you up. <laughs> he could. I could <laughs> swim out. Yeah. I tell you what, it's been fun. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun week to fish. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was a fun week to fish. It, anytime, Jeff, bait is the key. I mean, we talked about it earlier. You know, if you got bait, the, the fish are here. I mean, well, you, you walk through life, and there's very few people that that that, you, that you've known all your life. And mm-hmm. the guy I fished with on Tuesday, I've known him since I was 12, and he came down with his wife, and I had the, the privilege and 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 the the fun of taking him out offshore fishing on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we call it kings, we call it amberjack, we call it snapper. We call it a head. We call it a head of a wahoo. <laughs> that was just not, it wasn't, you couldn't even scrape anything out of that with a spoon. Oh, that's a uh, sick story. Oh, it was. Well, tell the story. So I take my buddy Steve Varn out 
and I've known him since I was 12. We grew up together, and, and I still stay in his beach house when we go up to South Carolina on Folly Beach. So he comes down with his wife, Kat, and we, we go and get bait, and it's just plenty. So we load both live wells, we run offshore, hit a couple spots, and it's kind of quiet. And I said, look, we got to go further east. So we end up almost 18 miles offshore, and we pull up on a little piece of bottom, and I look down, and I go, oh, my God, it's lit up. So we put the lines out, catch a kingfish, 20-pounder. Slow trolling? Slow trolling. Okay. Catch another one. And then something thumps it really hard, and I'm thinking, that's not a kingfish. So he fights this fish. My suspect, because it started to rise, was it was a cobia. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes in flight, he loses the fish. So then we catch another king, and here comes a sandbar shark swimming around, which mm. is bad news. They are, folks, they are everywhere yeah, out there. Dude. Do not swim around those things, man. They yeah. are so aggressive. They are. Oh. Big old long dorsals and yeah. big giant pecs. Yep. Nasty so, looking teeth. Yep. So they're swimming around the boat. We lose a kingfish to a sandbar. Anyway, he hooks another fish, smokes it, Jeff. I mean, just smokes it. And I'm going, yeah, that's a nice one. If that's what I think it is, it's probably just a big AJ. So he fights it for 20 minutes, 25 minutes, starts coming up. I reach over and click the gra- drag a couple times and look over to the right and I see it kind of kind of flash and I go, oh my God, it's long. And then I see the stripes. I'm said, oh, I said, it's a who? And he goes, what's that? Wahoo. I said, a, a wahoo. Yeah. And I'm like, this is great. You know, we got, we got a couple of kingfish in the cooler. I'm thinking I got my fish dip coming. Uh-huh. Now I got a who? Yeah. Man, I'm eating high on, <laughs> high on the hog this afternoon. And I've got the gaff up and he brings it up to the boat one time and he's, I was telling Kevin, he's kind of doing this dance left and right. Like he's on a TV show, and I'm like, dude, you know, stop, stop that. Yeah. His wife's yelling at him, just bring it in the boat, get it in the boat, and he's going left and right. And I said, I said, Steve, you just need to bring it up, up, yeah, you know, straight up, just pump up, reel down. Fish makes another run again, and I reach over and click the drag two more times, and then I see it. Here comes a sandbar shark, and I'm like, oh, oh my god. I said, you got to get this fish in the boat. If you don't get it in the boat, so we're going, we're going to lose it to the shark. And he goes, I don't see the shark. I said, don't worry about that. Yeah, just get it in the boat. Comes up behind the motor, and here comes the sandbar. Hits it right behind the gills. I mean, perfect shot, and it's like a dog grabbing a stick. You see him shake it twice, and then it rips off, and he goes, oh, I still got it. And I go, no, you don't. <laughs> I said, pull it up. Yeah. And he pulls it up, and I mean, you couldn't have taken a spoon and scooped out any meat from the flesh <laughs> of the cheeks of this. Uh, at least he could have done his, like, hit it, oh, yeah. you know, give, give you a foot or something. I mean, yeah, yeah a you couple know? of feet where we'd had a couple fillets yes, out of it. Yes, you know, exactly. Some sushi. Yes. I mean, he couldn't put a spoon in his cheeks and get a piece of meat out of it. it was, I pull it up and that I said, stinks, I said, man. all you got is the lips and the gills. And he goes, is, is there anything in there? And I said, there's nothing. <laughs> It's bleeding all over the place. And That's I just, enough for a McDonald's filet of fish sandwich. Nothing, Chris. I'm telling uh, you. You, you could have taken a hold and, and, and bowled the head. Maybe. How big yeah. was, uh, was the Wahoo? It wasn't big. Maybe 30, 35, maybe 40. Yeah. It was long, but it big was pretty enough to eat. big enough to eat, big enough to go in my cooler yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You know, and I just reached over the wire cutters and just cut it, and the shark came over and just ate, ate everything the rest else. of it. You might as well give him the rest of it. May as well. Yeah. You know, he's going to eat it anyway. Uh, dang. Yeah. So great you, day. you guys see the, the uh, obviously on our Facebook page yesterday, I was on the way up to Georgia on Thursday night. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> and uh, obviously a, a pretty good long way from salt water. And I see, I see this police flashing lights up oh, ahead, you know, I'm like, what's brutal, going on? Brutal. 
and uh, somebody lost their boat off the trail. Oh, it's terrible. It's a nightmare, man. uh, It looks looks like in the left, you can see a like a bus with a trailer. It's an an RV. Yeah, yeah, it's an RV, like a like a you know weekend, you know, like a a Winnebago kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like a powered RV, and he's pulling. He was pulling the boat, I guess. And there was probably about sixty yards of white fiberglass, a trail of white fiberglass. Awful. <laughs> so I, I don't know how he lost it. Was there but, uh, was there like I mean seriously was it like a railroad or any kind of bump that nothing. you noticed? No, it was just nothing. It just came off the trailer. Yeah, I and mean, I looked at the trailer. You know, when I went by, I, I took that picture, and I go by, and then I see the RV with the boat trailer on the left. And I said, well, obviously it came off of that. And so I look at the trailer to see. The strap, the ch- the safety chain. They had a strap. They had a safety chain. Yep. And both of them were on the front. So I'm sitting there wondering, did they not have them on? Yeah. No. They're, they're, obviously, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Couldn't have. Yeah. Wow. So, I wonder if they had those. Craig, yeah. On. So it's on our Facebook, folks. If you want to see it, oh my god. Bad day. Bad, Bad day. day. Bad day. day. Six four one ten ten six four one ten ten. We got a. LV hires gear tip when we come back, so don't go anywhere. And then we've got Scotty Brown, Captain Dave, and I got some uh, I got some questions for Scotty Brown. I saw some cool stuff last week. So anyway, you listen to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Right now, it's time for your LV Hires Gear Tip of the Week, and uh, just don't don't forget about LV Hires. I mean, it, look, they deliver diesel and gasoline to commercial industrial sites throughout the Southeast. Jeff and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago, and when we say Southeast, Jeff, we're not kidding. I mean, these guys they deliver fuel anywhere. So if you've got like a big commercial site, or hey, look, here's the other thing: if you own or operate an unbranded convenience store. They can help you with your purchasing power. LV Hires. Yep, you can give them a call. 259-2314. All right, Jeff, what you got for us? <laughs> well, you know, we've, we've had a, a week in which there was some hearings that were happening. And if, if I remember correctly, it was for one of the president's nominees to take over uh, the branch of, uh, what, what was it, Kirk ATF? Yeah. Okay, and... The topic came up in questioning about defining the term assault rifle. Uh Uh-huh. And so I figured that, you know what? Okay, since we were talking a lot about assault rifles this week, our LV Hires Inc. gear tip should be an assault rifle. Sure. So we we have one, and it's up on our Facebook page. And this one, though, is spelled A-S-A-L-T. Uh-huh. Assault rifle. It's a assault rifle. A bug assault rifle, and if you go to their website, which is bugassault.com, you can buy these insect killers, pump action, 3.0, the new versions, 3.0. are about 40, 45 bucks. Hey, by the way, um, Roger has one. It's They're awesome. It, it's awesome. It's so absolutely awesome. Do you use regular table salt, or do you, you have to whoa, use whoa, whoa, whoa. kosher You've salt? You've never heard of these, Kirk? Have you no. ever seen these? No, no. They yeah. are literally, they are a pump, okay, they, they look like little kitty guns and they're pump action, and you pour table salt in the top in this little loader, and then when you pump the action, 
it loads a small amount of salt into the barrel and then you take the trigger or the safety off and then when you pull the trigger it's like a, a salt shotgun <laughs> it shoots salt out and you can kill bugs from a range of three feet and and the newer versions much better accuracy much tighter <laughs> patterns a little more distance okay and the best part is, is that you don't have to take the safety off after each pump like the earlier versions. The new 3.0 bug assault rifles, you can pump and shoot and pump and shoot just like a semi-automatic, baby. Crank Good it stuff. Out. Personal protection device for yeah, bugs. And, 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 well, and, 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 and yeah, after a couple glasses thing, of wine, it gets really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is hanging around inside, outside, yep. on the porch for carpenter bees, wasps, moths, flies, moths, you name it. Yeah, because you know that moth that gets on, on, on the roof yeah. or on, on the ceiling, oh, yeah. and you're like, man. I, Can't reach it. Oh, yeah. Not with, not with the assault rifle? Done. Salt. Yeah. And and while you're cooking you know, your steaks or your meats or whatever, and you you know, you taste it, and you're like, you know, it doesn't quite have enough salt. <laughs> you shoot a little salt on your steak. Oh, there's your So you're yeah. cleaning your deer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. And uh, the blowflies show up. Mm-hmm. Pull out shoot the em. salt rifle and bada bing, bada boom. All right, so Chris is also going to put up a... It's up. A, it's a, a, on our Facebook salt page, and this rifle. is from weirdworld.com and I found this and I had to pass it on to Parker because you know Parker's into that long range shooting you know so we got to talk MOAs and Mills and Coriolis and uh, ballistic coefficients and all that you know because we got we got to sight in our bug assault rifle to where it's accurate uh-huh. so, so so I found an article that is entitled this is from weird, weird, weirdworld.com and it's entitled bug assault and terminal ballistics Okay, that's good. And not only do they talk about the accuracy and the effective range, et cetera, of these bug assault rifles, but they also <laughs> go into talking about how you would like to impact an insect because they're not like us as far as having vital organs. Yeah. So, so like a deer, you know, hog, you right, right behind the shoulder. Right? That's exactly yeah. right. So, so, so with this description, they show you where to shoot the bug. Exactly. With the assault rifle. <laughs> exactly. That's good. So, so we are, we're giving you diagrams of a fly so that you know where you want to end up having this salt impact the fly. That's, I, I had no fun. idea a, a fly even had 31 different parts. Mm-hmm. But boy, that, that diagram is You learn wow. something every day. All right, folks, Indeed. there's your LV Hires gear tip of the week. The video on okay. that page yeah. is hysterical. Yeah, that was, that there, was... There's another link, and I didn't send it to you guys. That's but enlightening. There's a, there's a website that is for people that really enjoy long-range shooting, and it's called snipershide.com. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they literally, these guys actually on one of their forum section where they share information about long range shooting and having success with it. They have an entire section where they talk about the salt guns and, (laughs) and, and which ones are the best to buy. And I'll send that one to Chris too. Okay. So you can hear from the experts in long range shooting about the benefits of buying certain salt guns compared to others. All right.
Right, nope. let, let's 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 go to the yeah, phone lines. These, these guys, guys have been holding yeah, here. Yeah, they have. Let's go talk to Scotty Brown this morning. Scotty. Scotty. God, I thought you were going to dodge that thing. Happy Memorial Day week. Yes, sir. You too. Good morning, sir. Everybody enjoy yourselves and be safe out there. Be, be, be safe and, and have some common sense. All right, Scotty, I, I, I got a question for you. Okay, I hate these pop quizzes, but for you guys. No, no, no. This is this was cool. So, um, you know, honestly, I, I haven't spent much time at my property in May. I, I would think, Kirk, you and I, May's one of our busiest months Absolutely. Of, of the year. I mean, I'm usually booked every day, but... Two weeks ago, I, I happened to have a Monday off, so we, we, we went up and, and spent um, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But Saturday evening, right, sitting on the porch and just noticed that, that you know, now this is five, ten minutes before dark, Scotty. Uh-huh. Like, like the, the, the pond just, oh, my God, it was alive. I mean, the fish were feeding like, like a frenzy. And all of a sudden, I look up, and there's dozens and dozens of bats. I mean, it, 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 is, this, is there a hatchery? Is it mayflies? This um, this time of yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, with the bats overhead, that means there's some kind of a there's some kind of an insect attaching, and I mean that could have been, you know, that may have been bluegills, red ears, you know, even very small uh, crappie, and they'll feed. I mean, it's they they turn into turn into a you know a trout mode and start feeding on the yeah on those. And it it it, ha- it happened for two nights. It yeah. was it was so cool, man. That, yeah. that is, um, you, you know, and, and and you know you do you, you see one or two bats, you know, all the time. Yeah, but there were dozens of them. Uh, that's it, awesome. it was it was so cool. That's fun. Stuff. Yeah, it was, man. It was it was it was a it was a cool 10, 15 minutes there, you know, before dark, and and everything was feeding. It was it was really interesting. It, it, yeah, because your little guys go up to get the whatever the insects are, and then you got the bigger ones right behind them getting them. So, yeah, uh, that's. I mean, that's. There's there's actually a big um, stink down in the town of Sanford. It's been going on for years. Um, they have the midge, the midges, yeah, uh, blow up every year. Uh-huh. And, um, they used to, when I used to study Lake Monroe, they used to would cover the buildings along the shore on Lake Monroe with midges, and I mean it just the buildings would go from white to gray. Wow. A few, you know, a week or so when yeah. the hatch was occurring. And the city and the county have done, I mean, they have really worked on uh, treating so that doesn't happen. Well, you know, the, the brim fishery in Lake Monroe in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, it was, I mean, it was some of the best on the St. Johns River, and it has just plummeted. Huh. And that is part of the reason it has plummeted was because, you know, they, they've... Uh, Killed all their food. Yeah. You yeah, know, I mean that's that was that was a very important food he, source for him during that time of the year. Here's so, here's the other one to think about, and, and and Scotty, you may have a, an answer to this. Since I've I've owned my Jeff, how long have you owned your property? Two thousand six, like me? Yeah, oh six. Okay, how many lightning bugs have you seen? No, not many. Okay, so that same night I saw two different lightning bugs. That's. That's the first lightning bugs I've ever seen on this property, and and that got me thinking. As a kid growing up, they were everywhere. They were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yep, they were right. everywhere, and we we have no lightning bugs. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of disappeared um, from my life when we lived in Texas. You didn't see a lot. Um, Florida, we didn't see a lot. But when we moved here to North Carolina, from now about middle of June until August, I mean, our yard and our woods are going to be explode. It's really cool, and I think Jeff's even mentioned it on the show when he was up here. 
uh, vacationing one time, how the lightning bugs are just crazy up here. It, that's another food source. That's part of the Yes, that, that, I guess that's my point. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, what, I mean that, all that, you, you can't really, I mean, when you start interrupting those things, it, it really has an effect on something else. And be, just because you don't like bugs doesn't mean you yeah. be. Sometimes yeah. you got to just tolerate that stuff in order for the other stuff to live. Yeah, that is correct. I mean, birds, birds, bats, and fish. I mean, they they're, they're going to be eating those midges yep. or whatever. That yep. I was reading an article about the uh, the locusts. I guess now yeah. that are going to come. And I mean, that's somebody asked, "Will will a fish eat a locust?" <laughs> Heck yeah, they in will. Yeah, they will. And, lo- and locusts will land on the water. Right. Cause I, yeah. I've seen it lots of times. So um, you know, there's the the bass are going to be. Uh, hammering those things it's, for a little it, it's so fun. I love when, them, when they hit the water and their wings are going <laughs> oh, then they it's, just it's, it's seconds man it's <laughs> yeah. like here, here it comes yep. Boom. it's like yep. the worst thing they could do is make more noise right exactly they, they should just lay still exactly. uh, oh no they gotta they gotta they gotta get the wings going so, the, so a lot of you know this year Yeah, that's thanks, cool stuff. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, I, 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 anytime I see stuff like that, I always think about you. I'm like, man, I gotta ask Scotty this, you know. <laughs> so, um, you was, know, anytime I see a sombrero, I think of Scotty. I know you do. I know oh you do. boy, yeah. yeah Chris, hey, what it, are you gonna do? Junior's graduate. He's 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 wrapping up his paper. He's gonna be done in July, and he's moving to Washington D.C. to work for the Smithsonian. So, what kind of music are you gonna come up with? Oh, nothing, man, dude. This that? no, this. Uh, this Spanish music. stuff is stuck you to you music. like dried queso. <laughs> it's a, Great. And, and it's stuck to me, and I don't even do work on the Mexican, you know, the Mexican duck, but it's still stuck to me. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Maybe maybe 2001 the Space Odyssey oh. for Smithsonian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Scotty, we got to run, man. Have a great weekend, holiday weekend at that. You too, guys. Take care. Good yep. talking. Tell Bye. Kim hello. <laughs> See you. See you. 641-1010-641. 1010, if you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. Hey, you guys just heard the cat talking about shark floor coatings. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, Jeff, I, I, I'm glad that you're their spokesperson because what is antimicrobial? <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times. Yeah, I can't. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm glad that you have to do that commercial, Jeff, and not me. Well, what it what it means, Kevin, uh-huh. is that it's a it's a it's a surface that is incredibly incredibly impervious to a lot of foreign substances, bacteria, uh, and antimicrobials, oil, gasoline, grease, ah. tire marks, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. All, and, all the and, yuck that comes off your car. Yeah, yeah but it's like my, people, microbes are like living yuck. You know, like yeah. molds, a lot of people that are molds thinking about and doing the two-part epoxy system. Mm-hmm. Right. Just remember, shark floor coatings is 20 times stronger. And because it's 20 times stronger, they back it up with a 15-year warranty. And I'm going to tell you, it looks so good yeah. and easy to clean. It, uh, it totally adds... I mean, seriously, it adds value to a lot of your spaces in your house, whether it be the garage or, or back porch or let's say you got a covered breezeway. I mean, whatever you, wherever you want to put it on concrete, you can do it. Awesome. And awesome. pizzazz. Nice. It adds pizzazz. 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 Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes, uh, it does. Uh, By uh, the way. Yeah, go ahead. 
I, I want to real quick, I want to share an experience this week because uh, you guys know that second place in the El Cheapo and our team, we got a kayak. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I bought the guys out from the team. Why'd you get second place? Because I didn't properly take care of the fish. I admit it. And that was me. Dang. Wow. My fault. That's huge. That's like no, going no. to confession. But, but, but. Forget me, Father, I I've say, sinned. Kirk, I have to say, Yep. okay, there's four guys on the boat. Yep. I agree. You're not the only they person there. They can overrule there. me. Well, they can overrule me and say, nope. nope oh, yeah. That happens all the time this. here. Yeah, Chris. Chris. <laughs> sure, yeah, they right. can. Yeah, that, sure that, they I was going to say, uh, oh, sure. I, sure. My, you know what? Oh, you have a suggestion, favor? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes so far, one of them fell out of my head. <laughs> Man. Oh, my God. He gosh. continues to work for us. Yeah, <laughs> gum it, man. All right, so mm-hmm. we got we got the uh, we got the it's a, it's a, the autopilot, you know, the old town autopilot, and and uh, I ended up trading up to get the thirteen and a half foot of the big daddy. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to be able to go with Dylan, so we were thinking, you know, what do you do? You got to have two. I mean, yeah. you can't put six hundred pounds or five hundred pounds of dudes in one <laughs> kayak. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, so not good. I did a test drive this week. I actually experienced the try it before you buy it at Hagen, right? And went out on a a pedal drive kayak that uh-huh. they carry, uh-huh. right? And was able to go out around Julian's Creek, then and met Ryan from Hagen Coastal Outfitters at the boat ramp, and did this whole try it before you buy it thing. Those pedal kayaks are cool, man. Yeah, I mean, cool, and they're fast. Mm-hmm. So now we have another one. So now. We are going to be finding some unexplored, hard-to-get-to places. Can't wait. And perfect timing. By the way, they're raising the water level in Guana again. Oh, good. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Good place to try it. Yep. So Watch out for the elevator. Just, just wanted to share the experience of try it before you buy it. And then also, uh, for those people that are big fans of fish and Guana, the, the water level is starting to come back up. They drain it every year, I guess, for the habitat. For, right. For waterfowl and yep. stuff, right? Is yep. That, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do a great job with that. Yeah, they do. They they really do. All yeah. right, let's. We're, I we're, mean, it was a big mud pit now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they took it way down and and had it down for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna go get a, a Volano boat ramp report, Jeff. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Yes, Volano, not not Mayport. Yeah. We've kind of switched. Yeah. Right. Okay. To the other right. end of the barrier. Right, so Island. Rick, let's 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 paint the picture, right? It's, well, it's, Milano it's, Beach yeah, is full. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, come on, beautiful weather, Memorial Day weekend. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's got to be crazy. Yeah. The ramp is just about full. Anybody there in the next half hour probably get a spot, but they'll be parking on the road. There was nobody out on Bird Island or Hawk Island yet. So everybody's probably fishing, but yeah, it's going to be. You know, they'll be parked from the base of the bridge all the way to Hospital Creek Bridge probably later in the day. 8.30 in the morning. Hey, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, 30 in the Crazy. morning. Yeah, I just Crazy. got a report, Rick, from Mayport, from Guy Morrison. He said that ramp's almost full, too. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, but, hey, Jeff, you used the big word a minute ago. I want to know if you know what it means. Ooh. What big word was that? <laughs> Coriolis. Uh, it's the rotation of the earth. It's, it's the effect on a trajectory 
of the rotation of the earth. So that's exactly. why. Well, exactly. Yeah. That doesn't count, Jeff, because you'd call me on that in a second. No, Kirk, that's not right. It's science. No, no, no. Yep. No, I mean, Coriolis. That's why the, the toilets the flush earth. clockwise in the northern hemisphere and they swirl counterclockwise in the southern hemisphere. Huh? When, what? when people shoot what? long range, uh-huh. okay, yep. and, it, and it, even, it will even affect the bug assault rifle. That yep. when you shoot uh, yeah, a trajectory, hey, the Marquis. earth rotates. And so when the earth rotates, the bullet is staying on a path, but then the earth is rotating. So the target is actually moving. So the Coriolis and the, like a Kestrel and all these things that you have to put in all this data. And I've learned all this from Scott Parker, and I'm a, I'm a total numbskull when it comes to all this stuff. Yes. But it takes into account the rotation of the Earth on a long-range shot. Holy smoke. Right. Well, the views expressed are not necessarily those of 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Sorry, uh, you just lost half of our listeners. Yeah. But, but, what, in what, the what, southern what, hemisphere, what, it's what? Hold on, let me put down my Bud Light and <laughs> reevaluate that conversation. Yeah, Mitch just had another daddy light. Dude. <laughs> he had a coronary. Uh, yeah. He, huh? He's like, Whoa. Left eye's blinking. <laughs> Left eye's blinking. <laughs> I can't down. hold it. <laughs> yeah, Monroe. <laughs> You got a twitch. Hang on. Oh, my goodness. Rick, did you ever know who Monroe Campbell was? Oh yeah, I remember Monroe okay. Campbell. Uh, you remember, remember the bad years ago? The twitch that he had. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Yep. <laughs> Y'all yep. can't say that on radio. <laughs> <laughs> You're live with Monroe Campbell out the doors with Monroe Campbell. Monroe. Oh my God! Some of the questions he got on live TV. Hey, yeah. hey I worked for Jake Garris when I was a kid at Lighthouse State Tackle. It was even there was good times there too. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, so the Coriolis effect is the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere, though. It pulls left, not right. Yeah, you so flush the, the toilet, toilet, it goes the other way. Counterclockwise. Yep. We, we, yeah, yep. the swirl goes the other well, way. I, I, I just can't get my mind around the toilet going the <laughs> other way. Same thing with, with hurricanes. They rotate. They That's rotate right. Differently. Yeah, there's tsunamis. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. There you go. There, boy, I'll tell you what. You learn all kinds of stuff on the outdoor show. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> Rick, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Have a, good, have a good weekend. Have a good holiday. Yep, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Go from beans to frank conversation. <laughs> Get that? Beans yeah, and frank. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yep. Oh, man. Jeff, you see any deer this morning? I've been, uh, I've been getting criticized all week from Gordon and Parker because I am a I, – I don't know very much about long-range shooting. Uh-huh. And the, we're actually getting ready to have a uh, LBMF – 22 shootout well in other words we're going to have a shooting contest okay. oh really yes so we have decided you know parker and ed, ed malin angie subs and gordon i mean these guys have all gotten into this long-range shooting and when i mean long-range shooting they're shooting these rifles that are meant to shoot you know 950 yards or beyond right and they've got all the fancy machinery to calculate ballistic coefficient, muzzle velocity, <laughs> the Coriolis, the, I mean, all these things. Yeah. Well, I, I just like to, you know, shoot, go to shoot at the target. You have a scope. Have fun. Well, they wanted to have a little shooting contest. Uh-huh. So we decided to do it because of obviously the shortage of ammo ammunition and also the price of ammunition that we are going to do a 22 shooting contest. So we have, 
all these fancy targets. We're going to be shooting 22s out to two, 300 yards. And we're having an absolute ball getting ready for it. So have you guys, can you imagine trying to shoot a 22 long rifle at two to 300 yards? Uh, only if you got an on shoots or a weather, weather bee. What? I mean, think about, yeah, I mean, I, no, 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 no. I, 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 um, first off, I mean, the furthest I've ever shot an animal is 175 yards. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so now you're, and, and that looked just like forever to me. And, and I know that those guys are going 175 yards. Well, that's about as far as you can see on most of our properties. Yeah. You know, but a 22, that's, I mean, that's, right. that, that's, that's crazy. That is crazy. Think about, and here's a question for you guys. Here's a little quiz. If you have your 22 rifle mm -hmm. sighted in at around 50 yards, yep. how much do you think it's going to drop at a 100-yard target? At a 100-yard wow. target? I'd say, um, okay, I'm going to. Uh, Inch? No, I'd say four inches. Really? You think that much? Yeah. It's actually about seven. Wow. No way. Okay, now let's go to 200. Yeah. Oh, well, much, I got no idea. You, 15 inches. How about about 52 and a half? God, I would have never guessed that. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this, that, so this what, is a subsonic, about a subsonic round. Okay, how about yeah. 300 yards? So what, what are we talking FPS here now? This subsonic. So, I mean, you're less than, what is what is the? 3,000. No, 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 no. No, I mean, subsonic, you're looking at 1,050 feet per second. Right. Okay. Okay. Because they're right around 1,100 so something. It, it, is, so is at, at 200 yards, it's 52 inches. So you're asking us at 300 yards? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Seven feet. 120. Seven feet. <laughs> 150. Yeah. Okay. Dink. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that, that, that's crazy. All right, we need to, we need to take a quick break. And, uh, folks, coastal equipment, whether, you know, obviously Kubotas, all your steel power equipment, uh, it's it's amazing all the stuff that I have. I mean, literally, I could start my own lawn, lawn, service. lawn service. I mean, they got it all from oh, Coastal Equipment. Trailer? Land Pride Equipment, they've got it all at Coastal Equipment. Two locations, Jacksonville and one in McClinney. 641-1010, 641-1010. Give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. <laughs> Just about, I would say, a little over three hours from here. If you want to go to a really cool place, Steenhatchee River Club, uh, I'm just sitting here. I was looking at their, their website right now. All new cabin rentals. Uh, you can scallop fish, just explore. RV parking and camping, you can do all that. I mean, it, it, if you'll just go to their website and, and, and look at the stuff, and, and I've been there uh, a couple times. It's an absolutely beautiful place. It is S-T-H-R Club. Dot com, Steenhatchee River Club. Yeah, nothing better than seeing a sunset Dude, on the Gulf of Mexico. It's such a cool place. Um, Just totally different. Yeah, it is. You know, you, I've, 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 I haven't been back there. Jeff, you know, for, for years I've, I've fished with my grandparents at uh, Swanee Shores, which is just south of uh, Steenhatchee. And people that go over there now say, oh, dude, it's, it's got condos on it. And I'm, I, I wouldn't even recognize it, which I probably wouldn't. Steenhatchee hadn't changed. <laughs> it's, no, it's it's old school, man. Man, it's a quiet yep. little place, you know. Yep, yep, yep. It is. It is one of my favorite places to go 
uh, on the Gulf. I mean, there's no no other place that compares to that for me. Yeah. Well, if you need to get away from all the city and all the craziness that's going around, man, really? what a peaceful place there's to crazy go. crazy things going on? Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think? You yeah. think? Oh, so anyway, special guest. I'll yeah. let you do the introduction. Yeah, Chris Hall, who used to write for the Florida Times Union. Yeah, right, Chris? I still do a fishing report every other week. But do you? Yes, sir. Okay. See? Uh-huh. There you go. Cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had to learn something. Cool. Yeah. An avid fisherman and uh, has, has through the grace, uh, uh, provided us with some gill rain gear that you're now which, repping. Which is cool. Right, Chris? Yes, sir. Yeah, I work for a PR agency, and they're uh, one of our clients. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I work for a PR agency, and gill fishing is one of our clients, and figured I'd get it in the hands of you know, the best in the business locally and really put it to the test. I was really impressed at it when when I got mine and I wore it, I guess, about a week ago when we had that little cool weather, and it was... Which it was, was weird. Yeah, it was weird, and it was rough out there, so you're running and trying to get pogies and, and getting a lot of salt spray and stuff, and I, so I put mine on. I pulled it out of the bag, put it on. I noticed it had the the uh, adjustments that were like wetsuit material in the sleeves. So once you put your arm through the sleeve, and you can zip tie that down on that wetsuit material, and then the outer well, sleeve. Yeah, that's always you know you got to think about places where you get wet still when you're wearing a rain suit, right? And, and Jeff, you and I have talked about it. Usually, like right down, right down the neck, you know, and and, and with these suits. It's, it's, it's got that covered. Right. No, you're exactly right, Kevin. And, uh, you know, you're fishing offshore in the, the winter, and, I mean, you reach down to, you know, wash your hands off in the water over yep. the gunnel or reach in the live well to get a bait. You, I always get water down my sleeve. And uh, that what Kirk's talking about, that PVC liner, uh, it stops that from happening. It's, it's really great. It's good stuff. Well, one of the things I've always bu- been bummed out about, and I know Kevin and Jeff, you guys both like me, I can't tell you how many different rain jackets i've gone through in the years where people oh, go I, 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 these are waterproof yeah yeah <laughs> so these are you waterproof. pay for them yeah, and yeah, you use them. yeah you know i don't care if it's hunting i mean yeah, I'm, I'm with you a thousand we've I, we've had this conversation on this radio show numerous times jeff about hey who you know and, and and people call in and they you know they'll they'll throw the frog togs out and i'm like look no, they suck. Yeah, terrible, <laughs> man. You know, I mean, it's just like don't ever buy that. Yeah, it, it's it's you know, water resistant. All right, and then all of a sudden you get in a rainstorm, and you're like, okay, this this is not working. What's worse than yeah, sitting? Wa- wa- waterproof has always been kind of a relative term. Yes, yeah, it's a misnomer. I hate to say that. You know? Yeah, I mean, because really, I mean, it, for the term to be waterproof, it means that that allows no water in. But for many years. The rain jackets that we've had, and also the boots that we have had right. that oh. claim waterproof, we always looked at it as that. Well, you know, my feet just got a little wet. That's right. okay. That's waterproof. Right. That's exactly that's right. That's not good enough. No, no it's not. It, no. no, it's not. I mean, and the thing is, you're you're paying, a lot of times you're paying high dollar for that. Oh yeah. And but you're not getting satisfaction out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, the way they test water tests or waterproofing is they'll put a one inch diameter tube filled with water over a piece of the clothing. And so that's a test of pressure. And okay. so you, if you were to hit like, let's say like a plastic bag, non-permeable, you know, fabric or, you know, yeah. material, that's going to be 40,000 millimeters of pressure. Um, w- when you start talking elite, breathable, waterproof fabric, you're talking anywhere between 20,000 and 40,000 millimeters of pressure. And the suits that you guys got, the Pro Tournament 3-layer, that hits 20,000 millimeters of pressure. So that's, 
I mean, that's on in line with the stuff like people wear when they're mountaineering. Right. Um, in Gil's case, this is what the guys wear in the America's Cup sailing because Gil's, you know, originally a sailing company. They've sure. been around for 45 years, and that's really where they got their start. And uh, not just America's Cup racing, but, you know, just any sort of big ocean sailing where you know, getting wet is not just a matter of being uncomfortable for a day. I mean, you're talking about uh, you know, some safety issues and yeah. in, in the uh, case of America's Cup, a lot of money on the line. So, you know, the, the Gill stuff is high performance for a reason. People trust their lives with it. People trust, um, you know, Olympic and just these huge sailing series races with it. And um, so, yeah, it's 20,000 millimeters of water pressure. That's about as good as it gets for a breathable water jacket. Mm -hmm. My first education in Gill products was when I would go down to Mayport and see the commercial mullet guys and the crabbers wearing their overalls yep. or their rain jackets. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I saw a lot of gill gear. And I remember I, my wife for Christmas, uh, is, I think I talked about this a couple shows ago, it was Father's Day, bought me a gill jacket from Strike Zone. Yep. And unfortunately, they were running out of them. And the only one available, and I've talked about this, was a white one. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> and it was like... Honey, like, I love look, it. You'd look so good in that. Do you have any pictures? It, it, it's Kirk, not, it's Kirk, not, are you are you allowed to wear that before Easter? I, I tell you what, <laughs> the, the, the thing that was it, it's probably not white anymore. Right? It's not white at all. <laughs> it's not white. It's not and white. it's so fun, funny. I keep it in the boat all the time because people will get in the boat and they don't win, bring their gear, especially if I have ladies. <laughs> put this on, and I go put this on, and they always look at it. And go. Uh, that looks kind of dirty. <laughs> and I go, it's been washed. So when you smell it, you go, oh, it smells like, you know, fabric softener, mm -hmm. but it, it, it looks filthy. Mm -hmm. It's white. And I mean, look what I do for a living. It's exactly. I can just see that conversation. I can see that conversation. No, it's not. Here, smell it. It's lady. got, it's got yeah, right. pokey stains on it. It's got blood stains on it. I mean, it's, it's, it looks nasty, but I'll tell you what, it keeps you dry. Now, the only thing is it's a few, few years old and it's been, it's worn out. So it's yeah. starting to leak a little bit, but that was my first education into the, those kind of rain products, you know. All right, let's uh, let's bring up Captain Leon Dane. He's been hanging on forever. See what he's got going on this morning. Leon, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning to you, Chris. Captain Leon, what's going on, man? Not much, man. I, we do still. I'm still trying to get Cameron into that gear. Well, uh, tell him to plug into the radio show. It's it's, That's the, right. it's the best stuff you can get if you're if you're looking for breathable waterproof uh, foul weather gear. So we'd yep. be happy to hook him up. So hey, yeah, hey logs, you. All right. So I'm um, at Comanche Cove on Tuesday, I believe it was, and I'm done with my day. It, it was Wednesday, you know, and I'm I'm cleaning up the boat, and. I look at the entrance of Comanche Cove, and here comes uh, one of the new 39 front runners. Wow. Quads. Wow. And I'm going, wow, who's, you know, man, check this out, you know. Yeah, I'm really nice. And, right. and then I hear Brados. this, hey, Kevin, and I'm looking, and there's Leon standing on the bow. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going, what the what? What the what? What the what? You know, and then. And then what the wild world is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What what is going on here? And uh, it was it was Cameron Smith's new front runner, and they were taking a test drive. Oh wow! Unbelievable! Nice. It's the first time I've ever been on one. You know what 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 a spectacle that thing is, Leon. That thing is sexy, fast, and dry. Now quad four uh, hundreds or yeah, quad four hundreds. Verados. Yeah. Yeah, and believe me, that thing is thirsty. At 80 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, man. That's those, uh, those 400s, those are the, the racing engines, aren't they? Yes, sir, they are. And uh, 
Cameron, God bless him. He only knows one speed, and it's called ludicrous speed. I'm like, bro, uh, it's got slower speeds we can take it at. No, mate, we just need to see what she can do. I'm like, <laughs> are you seeing our fuel consumption right now? Don't care. <laughs> it was uh, mind-boggling. We went through 40 gallons of fuel between St. Augustine and Palm Valley. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, at, 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 at wide open throttle, but. What an absolute amazing fishing boat. And I know you went out uh, the next day uh, out and got uh, six uh, dolphin. And uh, yesterday he went out looking, uh, running the beach with some PGA uh, uh, big wigs, looking for tarpon and whatnot. I haven't talked to him since then. Okay. So, is that like a half hour commute to the ledge? Yeah. Yeah, I Man. think that was his first trip. He went to go to the ledge. <laughs> really? Minutes. No, yeah. seriously. Seriously. Holy smoke. Yeah. yeah. Let's go, boys. Let's... Okay. <laughs> hey, that, that that reminds me. I don't know if you guys happen to see we got a we got a message on Facebook from Robbie Simmons okay. this week and it and it was entitled uh Speedboat Magazine. It was a guy in like a an aluminum John boat like rowboat type of thing with a outboard on the back. Have you did you guys oh, get a oh, chance oh, to oh, see oh, it? Oh, 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 I I didn't watch it yet, but yes. Okay. Uh, I know what you're talking right, so about. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, here's this this boat. You know, you got quad 400s, and probably in a couple more years they'll be putting, and probably already are, quad 600s on the back of some of these boats. And you just wonder when are we going to see some of these 30-foot offshore boats do like that little aluminum John boat? I don't know. You get crazy. Yeah. I think, yeah. Jeff, I think the boats are only going to get bigger. You're going to see 40s. 46s, and you're going to see trip 600s, I bet you see. Uh, I bet you see some big fishing boats, wow. even bigger. I know. In a 40-foot range. I mean, you think about it, that's a huge center console. Yes, it is. Yeah, oh, well, you should see this one. This isn't, yeah, I know, I know. we got to take a break. Leon, thanks, brother. All right, guys, take care. All right, see you. Yep, 641 we could go on and on about this because, yeah, the way boats are going right now. It's insane. It's, it, it is. It is. 641. 10, 10. Give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> there it is. No comment. No, Jeff? no, no, no comment. No comment. Folks, hey, don't forget it. Hey, Claude Nolan Cadillac, you know, obviously we talk about Cadillacs, but they're, they're, they're pre-owned vehicles. Again, I've done this numerous times. I mean, they... They're unbelievable. And if you need something worked on, don't forget, they have a full body shop, everything at Claude Nolan Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kirk, Captain Kevin, Mr. Chris. So we were talking fishing. When did, when um, you, you went recently? Yes, sir. I went yesterday. Uh, um, on your boat? Yes, sir. What kind of boat you got? I'm curious. It's a 23 Contender Open. It's the oh, nice. uh, old school, like 23 with a single on it. Like with no seats anywhere? No seats. No, it's a fishing right. boat. It's a, they don't. It's unbelievable. <laughs> See, and he's kind of got an advantage over everybody else. I always think about that when I run into him out there. I go, he talks to every charter boat captain from St. Augustine yeah, sure. to Fernandino yeah. Beach. And it he, helps. Uh, yep. It gets a little intel from everybody. Yep. Those captain Well, Leon. honey, where do you want to go today? Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they didn't pay me extra to do the fishing report, but uh, that that's worth its weight in gold right there. <laughs> yeah. That's some good intel, man. Yeah. What, what, what your boat is it, Chris? It's a 1999, so she's old enough to 
buy beer now, see, and cigarettes. Now, guys, come on, give them some grief, man. This is older than mine. Uh, exactly. That's, right. That's the tank, though. Yeah. It's like those old Makos. Remember those things? Oh, of course. I ran every Mako there was. I mean, I had that old Mako, and I remember I drilled a hole oh. through it one time and took a plug out of it, <laughs> and it was like two and a half, yeah. three inches thick, just nothing but glass, yeah, and you're I, going. Oh, yeah. So, wait a minute. It's a, it's a 99. What, what do you got on the back? Yeah. Uh, 07, 225 Suzuki, four-stroke. Um, I bought it a couple years ago. That engine had, like, basically no hours on it, so we looked at it. Um, had the mechanic really look over it, and everything looked good. Um, so just gonna run it until it doesn't run anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's got a little bit of an advancement on me there, and then I'm still running a two stroke. Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, when, I had to replace the gas you, tank. You, you had to replace. I mean, do the they gas really tank? still sell oil? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm still running it. Did you do anything with the with the wiring? I mean, from from a boat that's made in '99, because that's kind of one of the questions that. Uh, you know, I, I can tell, like with mine being an 03, you know, some of the switches don't work quite as well as they used to. You know, and you're 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 kind of con- I don't want to say constantly, but you're definitely having some things that don't work like they used to. Did you change the wiring out and everything on the boat, or are you still running all the original stuff? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. I, I had a uh, we we cleaned the wiring up. It wasn't a full rewire job, but we changed some switches out, and you know, some of the wiring had to be replaced. Kind of smoked the gremlins out. Um, you know, put an extra bilge pump in there. I had to run the hose for that. Um, so it wasn't like a full renovation, but between just the cleaning up the wiring and a new gas tank, I mean, it does feel like a gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins, huh. gremlins are no good. Uh, no good. Man. No, be, a, lot a lot of people. Hey, a lot of people wouldn't understand what that means. But when you get the gremlin in the boat, you're like, and it even happens in brand new boats. I, I mean, true. It, right it, out of the factory. Hey, yes, you know, Jeff, you remember um, the, the the second yellowfin that I had. Um, I couldn't use my cell phone. No, seriously. Yeah, that it was it, and 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 it was um, the uh, the live well pump would work. I don't know. Let's just say for a week or two weeks, and then all of a sudden you hear it go, and it would melt it, melt it. It's ah. no bueno. I mean, it was it was the weirdest. You talk about gremlins. I mean, literally, you had to take the boat back down, and they just they just gutted it and 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 rewired everything. And I mean, it wow. was it was weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't wow. use my cell phone. That's strange. I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm telling you, it was it was really weird. But they were, I'll be, I'll give them credit, man. They were great. They were like, we'll we'll, we'll handle it. But well, they, Chris, you had to get the bigger boat because you had some place to keep the dog in the boat. <laughs> oh no, you take your dog with you? It, we, used to. We used to a lot more. Than we do now. <laughs> oh man, this is a great story. Um, so we're out fishing one day, uh-huh. and he's out in his boat with his wife and the dog, and we're all working the rocks. So what, what, kind, what kind of dog? He's a mutt. He's a brindle oh. hound lab mix. Okay. All right. And so all of a sudden, one minute I see Chris over there fishing. We said hi, good morning, and everything. And next thing I look over, the dog is in the water. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no, yeah. No, no. Tell the story, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah, so the dog, we had, a, I used to have a flats boat, and the dog would just sit at the edge of the gunnel on the platform, just staring at the water, waiting for us to reel a fish in. Right. And so you're out, we were on the outside of the North Rocks, and so you know, you'd catch a wake every now and then. It was a pretty flat day, but I think a boat came by, and. You know, one of these surprise waves came and just knocked the dog into the water. And he's got one of those vests, and it's happened before. Usually we just go down and grab him and throw him right back in the boat. But on this day, the dog decided to swim straight to the rocks. And he's we're at the tip of the North Rocks, oh, and no. he has managed to climb on top of the rocks. And he is <laughs> The dog is standing in the rocks, so and we're all going, oh, my God, that's not good. And he is whimpering and crying in a way we, we've never heard him do before. Right. We're, 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 I'm just thinking, like, the worst things that could happen. He's uh-huh. going to fall in the rocks. He's going to cut himself up. Like, 
if he jumps back in, like, you know, Shark might tag him. So anyway, you know, long story short, we spend like 15, 20 minutes trying to just take the boat right up to the rocks yeah. and grab him. And, you know, I'm just crushing the- fiberglass left oh. and right. I actually had somebody who was watching jump on the boat so he could drive it and I could get on the bow. And so finally we had to just back up because there's just a series of waves coming in. Yeah. And we're kind of like, what are we going to do here? And then the dog just decides to jump in the water and swim to the boat after all that. <laughs> well, I, I, I had one. I'm, I'm, I'm folks who've listened to the show long enough. Um, so I had a lab named Pepper. Uh-huh. And myself and, and Carrie, um, Babo, and, and friends of ours, Craig, well, on a Saturday afternoon after the show, we we, we were just going to go, you know, offshore and look around. And, and we really weren't going to do much fishing. We were just kind of taking a boat ride. Uh, had Pepper with us. Pulled up behind a shrimp boat. And he dumps over bycatch. And there's hundreds of sharks, like you guys know. My dog gets excited and jumps in. Swims right in the middle of all those sharks. And, I, and we're... I'm just like, I have this picture in my mind of like, I'm just getting ready to watch this dog be eaten, you know? Oh my God. And, and, and we're trying to get to her, you know, and, but, but she would see a shark and just, and, and, and swim over to it. So we're still trying to get to her. I mean, it was, it was a crazy thing. Surreal. Yeah. It and, really and, is. And finally grabbed her and got her in the boat, but she oh, was, she God, was out man. there for five or seven minutes and, and amongst all those sharks. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I know, I, I know the feeling. Those yep. labs, man. They got yep. Yep. a mind of their own. Yep. <laughs> well, you feel so, you know, and, and it's funny. We were all I mean, sitting what, there. What are you going to do? Jump in to go get her? You can't. No. I mean, no. no. <laughs> I mean, you feel helpless, though. I mean, I know uh, you did yeah. that day. And I remember we were all just, there was a lot of compassion going around amongst the boaters. Like, you know, what can we do to help? And it's like, you, you, there's not much you can really do to get the dog out of the rocks back in the boat. But you want it to happen quick. Yeah. Because you know the outcome could be tragic. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Crazy, yeah. So, um, I, I and I like the idea of of the the vest on the dog. Oh, it comes in hand. It's just easy yeah. to pick them up, yeah, and it offers cool. a little flotation. Yeah, that um, could that could be like a gear tip. Yeah, yeah. Chris, the uh, the one you're talking about too, because uh, I had one for or Dylan. My son got one for our uh, miniature Australian. Uh, it had a handle on it, so if they're in the water, you just reach down and grab the handle on the back and lift them up and pull them in the boat. Yes, That's sir. Cool. Exactly. I've had some customers I think need to wear one of those, you know? <laughs> Come here. You don't listen to me. Good God. Put a leash on him. You can't go back yeah, there and pick him up the back of the boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. That's we're, great. We're right behind the shrimp boat. You can't do it right here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I got to go, Cap. Got to go. Uh, <laughs> uh, 641 You're listening to the <laughs> Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I think. Yeah, and uh, when we come back, don't go anywhere. we got a ring power tip of the week. Right now, it's time for your Ring Power Tip of the Week here on the Nimbic Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, if you go to ringpower.com, check out all, all the rentals and stuff. And, and Jeff, probably like one of the coolest things that, that I've ever seen, and, and it just, I did this a couple months ago, um, had, had had my buddy show up with that, that skid steer loader with the mulcher on it. Yep. That's, that, that's a bad piece of machinery. I mean, you, yeah. can, oh, yeah. you can do oh, some a, things with that. I mean, it's like. Oh, I'd love to take that to Fargo, man. Make <laughs> some cutting, it's, it's shooting awesome. lanes. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Oh, son. Yeah, awesome. 
Awesome. Yeah, Thanks. Ring Power have got uh, the youngest fleet in the industry, so uh, go to ringpower.com to make sure that your job and job site runs without interruption, and obviously your bottom line is taken care of. Uh, Kirk is a big home and patio guy. Oh, huge. Huge. <laughs> huge. Well, and this weekend at the Prime Osborne, they have – the home and patio show. Thank goodness. And it, yeah, I, thank goodness we're getting back to doing some shows. I need a mimosa. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I know. I <laughs> okay. know. Yeah. It's one cool, of those little right? uh, umbrellas in it, right, Chris? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, real fruity. And, and Kirk, <laughs> Kirk, you get a discount because you're over the age of 60. So. <laughs> yeah. Get the senior citizens discount. That's right. A you vote. do. It's, uh, it's only five, discount. $5 for you to get in. Five bucks. $5 for kids. Son. Yep, $5 for kids uh, that are age 6 to 12. I think underneath of that are free. I get a free uh, rose? Adults are, adults are only $12. Okay. And the best part might be is that while you are there at the Home and Patio Show, you can stop by the Shark Coatings booth and check out all the different options oh, cool. and talk to somebody about maybe getting a little Shark Coatings job done on your garage or your patio. Cool. But and that would be a great conversation. A great conversation because now you can talk about that being antimicrobial. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because I'm educated now. You better write yes. that down. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Jeff, but have that, you hey, ever been to a home and patio show, show? Oh, he goes every year. <laughs> the, no, the home and patio show in Jacksonville is a big deal. Now. I, I know oh, it is. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, it, it is a big deal. And I, I, I actually, uh, I, I like going to things like that. I do, Me too. But oh, I, yeah. I like because I. I mean, I want to make the, you know you make the man space. I mean, look, you got to get some ideas for the man spaces too. Yeah, you got to have a good mindset for the type of grills out there, and there'll be all kind of and a, and a, outdoor cookers down there. That's a good point. Oh, Smokers. That's, okay, so I got to tell you, this is I'm so glad you brought this up because I just texted Jeff and said we're in the market for a new grill. What are your recommendations? There you go. So, so you're telling me that I need to go to the home and patio show? Do it. Yes. Best you money can, you, you ever can spent. Do that or. Or you can go by Hagen Ace. Mm, I might do that. And talk to the folks there. And yeah. but what, here's here's the question that I have. Okay. What do you want to do with it? Uh, cook food. <laughs> what kind of question oh. is that? Oh. I'm not asking you any more Jeff, questions. You did not even ask that, <laughs> did you? What the what? That door oh, opened up so minute. wide it swung yeah, around. We're going to use it to wash the dog. <laughs> We're going to put suds in it, wash our dog in there so we can heat the water up so the dog gets warm while we're LTS, washing it. LTS, baby. Yeah. Oh, yes, baby. <laughs> you, know be- you know better than that. Are, we- are you going to – you want to smoke? Do you want to grill? What are you smoking? Yeah, well, yeah, it'll be more grilling than anything else. <laughs> okay. If you if you want to grill, then okay. So do you want charcoal? Do you want gas? Uh, charcoal. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hearing charcoal. I don't. Yeah. Well, we were also talking about pellets, and it's kind of wide open for us. Fifty fifty. Go with it. Here's 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 yes. here's what I would. Oh, say. No, don't start walking because you got seven. That's true. He does. Well, one for every no, day of the week. No. You could start your own church well, picnic. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how many I have now. But is it more? How many you got? You got more than you yeah. can't even count them. What the I got five now. Five. Five. Well, kind of. I mean, wait, 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 wait a minute. Whoa, I got whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, kind of? What's I got, that? I got the G spot from Gordon. I got the Traeger. You got the what? From, what? Uh, the what? And you, you got, got that from Gordon? What's the G spot? <laughs> oh, that's what? a whole nother conversation, uh, Kirk. A what? Well, Gordon. Oh, no. Gordon <laughs> made, didn't made just. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you gotta ask. Oh, damn come it. on, man. Oh, oh, come on. So we got. Wait a minute. We got the. All I can remember. We got the Traeger. What was you know, the other one? The Weber. His wife is going. Oh, really? <laughs> I've never heard that kind of grill. That's all I can say. That's a grill I've never heard of. Come on, come on, man. You did say that. He did. Yeah, he gotta, said it. I got to explain a little bit. <laughs> okay. okay. Need some explaining, explain all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Gordon, Gordon came up with his own design on his grills years ago. And it's kind of an indirect uh-huh. charcoal cooker. Get the astronaut out. Steel. Uh-huh. And uh, oh man, is there and because Gordon's obviously is not spelled with a J, it's with a G, it's called the G spot cooker. <laughs> Come on, man, how long yep. does it take to warm up? Do, does uh. he drink two tits vodka with it? Oh no, <laughs> you didn't. You had to go there. It's, oh my it's, god, it's two tit mice, two tit, tit mice. Vodka. Yeah, okay. Oh, he does. He drinks it's two vodka. Of my vodka when he's We're going to get a call from him. <laughs> it's Ed Balin's vodka. I, I'm watching the hotline right now. <laughs> FAA. Oh, my God. Mitch just had another natty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just saluted the radio. Yeah. Uh, the 911 dispatcher yeah, just here, got five uh, phone calls from people wrecking their cars. Oh my God. <laughs> Here, here's the crazy thing. Okay. I never even uh, thought about the G spot being something oh my God. funny. That's what we call it. Okay. Uh, All right. Uh, so anyway, Chris, anyway. my point was is that you, know, you had a point. Of, and Scotty Brown is a <laughs> huge believer in the old Weber charcoal grill. Absolutely, I got one. I nice. got one. They're great. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have two. Mobile. They're awesome. They're so great. Look, you can always get two grills. I, I'm a big believer in that. Look, when you want to cook something in a hurry, I want to. I want to cook it now. I don't want to wait for the for the charcoal to get white mm-hmm. i'm okay. saying right, sometimes right, right. you need cook so right. i'm a believer in that you got to have a gas grill just for convenience yep and then you can always buy a little weber charcoal grill yep and do all the other things that you want to do with it so yeah, you can get that at hagen you can just go right there yeah you can get, get both of those at hagen egg, little little weber egg can't get the g-spot at hagen no 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 now does that thing get hot fast <laughs> The Weber does, yes. Oh, the Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, with the G spot, you're taking your time, Chris. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a process. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, somebody you hit have the button. A beer, Can you hit the you button, the please? In, you let the, the charcoal get white. You know, you got to wait a little. It's a, that's, that one is like a, more, more that delicate. Is like a journey. Delicate. A journey. <laughs> it's like a journey. It sounds like. We have gone around the globe today, buddy, oh from gosh, the Coriolis to the yeah. Smithsonian <laughs> Institute <laughs> to Mexican ducks, and now we're talking about rain jackets and the G-spot. I'm going to get fired from being on here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chris is over here going, got to go. Dude, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Florida Times yeah. Union is going to have a hell of a fishing report this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Woo! Uh, it might be just time for a break. I'm, yeah, I, you know, I'm thinking the exact same <laughs> I thing. I think we yeah. all need a paper and, bag. And, 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 <laughs> I, I just, I, I got to put this uh, out there. Um, our good buddy, Travis Smith, right? Right. Does it all? Yeah. Okay. Handyman. H- handyman. He just wanted to let everybody know thank you for all the phone calls because he's, he's, he he's loves buried. the outdoor show. He's buried. 
but he is like within a couple days of his wife having their first child. So, which is really cool. And he said, congratulations, Travis. He said, please call me. But he said, he said, here's the deal. It's going to be about two weeks. He wants to take about two weeks off. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to let everybody know. So that's, that's paternity leave. Congratulations. Okay. Absolutely. You bet. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. 641-1010. If you want to give us a call right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Be right back. A little boss skags for you. Oh, that's not Steely Dan. Oh. <laughs> you had to. Hey, if you got a little piece of waterfront heaven and want to make it even a bigger piece of heaven, just call CNH Marine Construction and they can help out with uh, your bulkhead, your dock, your boathouse, your boat lift, uh, adding all kinds of little amenities, swim ladders, uh, little adjustments, uh, little side platform lifts to get you closer to the water level. Maybe you got some kayaks or jet skis you want to launch. You launch. You can actually have a dual purpose platform lift that launches your jet skis and to get a dock closer to the water. So call CNA Marine Construction. They can handle all of that. Good stuff. Cool. Very good, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, can I can I throw out a cheap plug real quick? Cheap plug, we, yeah, cheap, cheap plug. Cheap uh, Trinity Roofing and Restoration. Put a new roof on my house this week. Um, Kevin, Chris, Stephen. Yeah, it looks good. Thank, thank, thank you guys, man. Just, just, you did, a, did an awesome job, and, and I appreciate it. So, all right, there we go. I just wanted to let them know. Because all they all listen to the show. So, it's all cool. good stuff. Good stuff. All right, where all are we right, going? So, we got, we got a question on Facebook real quick. Let me okay. sneak this one in here. It's from John. And, uh, and I think it's a good question, and it's something that we've covered before, but I think it's always worthy of covering again. And he asked a question. He said, what is, if you wanted to be able to catch the St. Augustine Inshore Slam, or for that matter, the Mayport Inshore Slam, which can be a multitude of species, what's the best bait? And for live bait, it goes without saying, I think that a live shrimp on a jig head is the way to go, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Now, artificial-wise, that's where the debate, I think, is, it gets good. Mm -hmm. I personally would say that, uh, and by the way, uh, John just asked, uh, hooking the live shrimp through the tail or the head on a jig head through the tail is the way to go. Correct. But if you start getting bites and the head is off and the rest of the shrimp is still there, go through the head because it's a sheep's head. Um, artificial bait. Uh -huh. I would choose, I would probably choose for me a gulp swimming mullet like that little three inch curly tail yeah. chartreuse mm -hmm. bait yep mm -hmm. on a jig head yep and you and know the, right the, there the, one, the, the one that, the one that and, and you know but you know me guys i don't throw many artificials it's it, it i just don't yep. but the one that chip wingo talks about is made by fish bites mm -hmm. um and it, it's he he's i mean he swears by this bait i mean jeff he throws I mean, he'll throw just artificials, yeah, and he throws a lot of the fish bite stuff, you know. So that uh, and 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 for me personally, if I'm going to throw artificials, my favorite thing in the world to do is throw top water, and and the Saint Saint John's River is is fifty two m, yeah, fifty two m. I bet I've got twenty of them. Yep, I, I, and I'm with you. Yep, yep. I like yeah. I like a chartreuse with gold metal flake because of the Saint John's River. Is usually so dirty and dark, mm -hmm. unlike the St. Augustine yeah. and the North Rivers that, that are clearer. And that's just my go-to. And if you're going to catch Man, any good, good trout, 
That's what you'll you, you'll catch Golly, them on. You and I have had some fun though. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking about yeah, catching yeah. all the all the fish though. <laughs> yeah, Kirk. I mean, to catch all the fish. I mean, the swimming mullet. I mean, it's. Oh yeah, it'd it'd be yep. hard to beat that. Yep. See, here comes the debate. Chris, your favorite artificial? And a bone collar. Microphone. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, Zara Spook and a bone collar. That's my favorite. See there? I'm yeah, with yeah. Jeff. Oh. If you're trying to catch everything, that is scented curly tail grub. It's going to catch the drum and sheep's head, too. Mm-hmm. True. True. Interesting. Top, top holder plug is... is uh, all right, let's... Uh, we, we got phones lit up, Jeff. So, where are we going? Uh, Archie? Archie. Archie. Morning, guys. Morning, buddy. How are you? Good. Good. Real good. Good. Uh, every once in a while, we uh, hang out down at Corpus Point. We stay a couple nights down there, and with the girls, you know, they like to just hang out the pool and the beach. And, sure. Uh, but I, inevitably, I've got to go down to the beach and, and throw something in the water. Yep. So uh, I used uh, just some regular shrimp and some of y'all's rigs there from the uh, jetties back to the north a little bit. But I was wondering, is there anything on the other side as far as if you're fishing the actual inlet? Uh, what would you throw out there? Yeah, I would. I would throw the same thing. And, and you know, it's interesting you should say that because honestly, Archie, I, I watch those people all the time, and and um, it's just kind of a sand bottom right there. Right. You know, I mean, they they catch a few fish in there, a, a drum, and a redfish here and there, and you know, maybe a few whiting. But if it were me personally, I I, I would go. I would do what you're doing. I'd go from the North Rocks north. Simply because mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about the the tide, you know, it, it's ripping out of there. Yeah, it gets it, going right. in there. You know, um, it, finger it, mullet too. If you can get some of those mullet coming out of those bars in there, those yeah. finger mullet right. are awesome bait. Yeah, yeah. There was a, another guy I was using, of course, he was using some uh, some mud minnows around by the pier on the other side. Sure. Um, and uh, he, man, he slayed some. Um, Flounder and then some redfish later in the day too. Yeah, there's the the the, the flounder fish has been pretty good around all the docks in, oh, yeah. in St. Augustine mm-hmm. Inlet right now. So yes, right. I mean a mud minnow is definitely the way to go there for sure. One more question, real yep. quick. I'm getting ready to go to Anna Maria next week, and uh, nice. I, I always wonder why it seems like they don't use jig heads as much down there, and they just use a float rig. You know, a, yeah. What they use, because I've been going to Tampa a lot lately because my granddaughter plays for USF. Okay. But uh-huh. I've noticed they use a lot of the popping corks. Sure. They use those right. popping corks, and they put like three foot, a liter under it, and a jig head on that, and they'll put a curly tail, and they pop them. They throw okay. them over near the mangroves and pop them. Right. But even on their live rigs, like if you put a pinfish or use a little, um, you know, just any kind of live, live bait, they'll use one of the, you know, one of the sinkers that that slides up and down the line, mm-hmm. and and use a rig like that compared to a jig head. And yeah, a, and yeah. A so they'll just they're just using a Carolina rig in, in okay. st- instead of a jig head. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, that's cool, man. Well, listen, guys, I always enjoy the show. Thought I'd bring a little fancy back to it after you guys were talking about grilling. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, sorry we got carried <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. Appreciate it. No, man, it's fun. It's always good. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Arch. Yeah, Take care. Bye. See you. Hey, uh, yeah, real, real, go ahead. Real, real quick before we go to the next phone line, I uh, just got a text from Paul and uh, folks, uh, the old school Kingfish shootout, which is coming up here in June. Don't forget the early entry fee is through May 31st. What's today? Today, today is, is the, the 29th. 29th. Yep. Yeah. All right. So you got a couple days to still get in on the early entry fee. So just remember, it's going to jump a hundred bucks 
if you don't get in and get your registration in by the 31st. Just a little, little note there for the old school Kingfish shootout. Early entry fee expires May 31st. Save 100 bucks. And if you, it, it, obviously, <laughs> all of us, we're all weather nuts. I've tried to look at that 15-day forecast. And, you know, because you're going to have to make a decision, Jeff, whether you fish on Friday or Saturday. Yeah. You know, and, and to me right now, it look, it, with that forecast, it looks like both of the days are about the same, southeast at 10. Yeah. So you can, you can fish either day. And it looks like uh, it's going to be good weather for the small boats. So if you're, you know, if you're like, you know, I really don't want to fish if it's going to be rough. First off, Paul sat right here with us and, and, and told us, look, I'm not sending people out in small boats in bad weather. Yeah. You know, I mean, so um, if, you're, if you're thinking about fishing, save 100 bucks. Yeah. Get it in. All right, let's go talk to Memphis Mac this morning. Morning, hey, boys. Yeah, a long time no talk to. Boy, y'all are on fire today, as <laughs> usual. Uh, quick, I'm going to weigh in on Jeff's thing. Uh, I'm all the way with a gulp. Uh, New Penny, Chartreuse Tail, uh, especially up in Sisters Creek, a lot of times we'll go straight up white uh, with a flat uh, Chartreuse Tail. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll catch all, this, all the inshore slam species on those. But here's my question, fellas. Um, doing a low country bowl, uh, it's a celebration of life of my father-in-law who's passed, and I went to Fisherman's Dock yesterday. And got four pounds of freaking mussels, and the lady said, "Well, what you need to do? Because I'm not going to take them down to uh, relax below Willaka on the river uh, till today." And she said, "Leave them in the bottom of the fridge uh, with the bag opened, okay? Because I know they're living." And when I opened them up this morning or got them out, y'all, some of them are cracking. Is that danger? I mean, uh, some of them are what? They're cracking. And, oh. Yeah, they're barely cracking open, uh, Kirk. Yeah, that's that's usually they're dead. If yes, they're, it's uh, so so. Uh, don't eat those. Throw them out. Yeah, don't eat the ones that are popped open. Ugh. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, and I, mean, I definitely don't want to infect a bunch of damn people. No, I, I knew no. I knew something was wrong. Uh, yeah, but uh, so yeah, just pitch all those. Yeah, use those for fish bait. Mm-hmm. Cheap well, bait. Thought, I'll throw them in the canal back there. I ain't got time to go fishing today, but uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's that, uh, that's what she said. It's important to uh, keep them live. Uh, all right, boys. Well, thank you. Uh, the show's great as usual. I'm sorry to be a little tardy not calling in lately. Thanks, but, Matt. Uh, anyway, have a good holiday. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, we got time for Lester. No. All right, but we'll. we'll uh, you got a hole, Lester. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you, yeah. Gotta go to a we break. gotta give him a minute. We don't want to cut him off. We know how he doesn't <laughs> yeah, like he, that. You might, you might cry. Could yeah, yeah get up. I don't get bummed out. <laughs> Six four one. Oh, great. <laughs> Six four one ten ten. You're listening to the Mimic Chevrolet Outdoors Show. We'll be right back. There you go, Ricky. Don't lose that number. There you go. Yeah, big fan of Steely Dan. You better be as much as I'm playing today. You know, we we uh, it was really cool uh, being in Yuli at Tire Outlet a few weeks ago. That that was that was a lot of fun. And obviously, if you're if you need new tires, it's it's the only place to go. But don't forget, logs that Tire Outlet they'll they they work on anything. You know, and the they only do, thing the only thing they don't do is transmissions. I I know that they do anything because. Uh, 
I, I actually have a vehicle that is getting ready to go to tire outlet here pretty soon. And uh, just a, a real quick story. I bought a, a I got, a, I've got, I have a Nimnik Yoda. Okay. <laughs> Nimnik Yoda. Y- y- Yoda. Guys, yeah. It's a Nimnik. It's called the Nimnik Yoda. Mm-hmm. I, I bought a, a used Toyota pickup oh. years ago at Nimnik. And it's, and that was for the woods, you know, to beat it up in the woods. And I've huh? had it ever since 2000, yep. still have it runs, still runs good. It needed some attention and, and Paul, uh, Paul did some mechanical work on it. Now it's top notch and Casey has helped me do some changes and some alterations on it. So, I mean, these two guys got this thing mechanically ready to go. And so now it's going to the Nimnik body shop to get a little, a little facelift. Mm-hmm. And then after that, boys, it's going to tire outlet to get a lift kit and some tires. Nice. Wow. Very nice. Very cool. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. So tire outlet, baby. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Danny should be back from his honeymoon. So, uh, yeah, by the way, so, and, and so he should be back to work and congratulations to him, but he'll be getting the Nimnik Yoda here pretty soon. Jeff, uh, I have a question for you. And this is yeah. from my, my good buddy, Craig. You, we all know Craig. Craig has moved um, from Miami, but now he's, he's closer to Sebastian Inlet. Mm. He's like, okay. like, like three miles. Oh, yeah. Cool. And he, and he knows, he, obviously, he's listened to the show forever. And he you know, knows that, that you went down there for years fishing that inlet. Any, okay. any, any pointers for him? Uh, what I always use for fishing the inlet, cause I mean, uh, and that's, that inlet is basically Jensen beach, uh-huh. which, uh, uh, the Jensen beach and there's an inlet down there and there's a lot of mangroves. There's a lot of bridges. What we would always do. And I, I learned this from captain Mike holiday, who for years did the fishing reports down there, television. He was on television. He wrote for Florida sportsman. He was a rep for a Pathfinder boats and the whole nine yards. And uh, anyway, he always taught me for down there, you would use 40 pound fluorocarbon tied to your braid and about three, three and a half feet. Mm-hmm. And the best way to catch fish down there, and we did this all the time, we would free line baits and with about two, three feet a liter. And we would use, and I can't remember the exact hook size, but uh, like a, a bleeding bait, short shank, live bait hook. And then we would use what was called an end loop knot. And there's many versions of the end loop knot. We did that because it would allow the live bait to swim freely because you're targeting snook. And then also other species are, are caught as well from speckled trout to flounder and everything. But free lining live baits is the ticket down there, okay. without a doubt. Okay, perfect. There you go, Craig. All right, let's go talk to Lester this morning. He's been hanging on through the break. Morning, Lester. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Oh, it's been it's it's already the, the the start of a great holiday weekend. That's great. I heard that, man. That that uh, you know, it's weird. We were talking the other day. Uh, me and a couple friends of mine about uh, that generation of our grandfathers is just about, you know, gone. Yes. There's only a handful left now. I mean, I finally, you know, I lost my last granddaddy two years ago, and he was in World War II. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, there's only a few left. He was he was the highest decorated in uh, in Northeast Florida when he passed, and there, there wasn't but like 19 of them left then. Right. In our area, mm-hmm. but uh, man, they were they were tough as steel, man. There ain't no doubt about that. No, you got that. There right. Ain't no doubt. Mm-hmm. But uh, I hate to bring this back up, man. But Chris and I laughed like crazy, man. I I mean. It was almost heart attack at my house. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> Talk, you be talking about the grills? I, I, n- n- yes. Mm, Brother, okay. Hey, Marsha bought her. She goes, you haven't turned the show on it yet. And I was like, my damn phone. You know, I was met, and finally, boom, it pops up. And as soon as it popped up, she went back around the corner. And and y'all were laughing going, G-spot. Man, she it's looked a, around that door, eyes bugged out of her head. Man, I freaking about died laughing. <laughs> I ain't never seen her eyes bugged out like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious, man. Oh, boy. But, uh, hey, man, I talked to Paul yesterday yes. about the tournament, and, uh, man, we fired up. Absolutely. I tell you. And, you know, I are, you fishing, give it, are you fishing uh, with T? Are you fishing with Taylor? Yeah. Awesome. Me and Taylor, uh, the, uh, Taylor named his boat. Remember my boat years ago, Lightly Toasted? Yep. Well, he's uh he named his lightly salted. <laughs> Very go. cool. Very good. Yeah, he he likes that. So, hey, but, uh, uh, anyway. did you catch any flatheads the other day? Yes. Any good ones? Yeah, but three. No, three. Okay. That's it. Oh well. Called him. Called him up towards downtown there. You know, at uh, dang at the dry docks. Yep. Y'all ran from Mayport to the dry docks. No, 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 no. I didn't put in there. The Lions oh. Club. Oh, oh, okay. All right. No, we just stayed up at that end of the river, and I had three, and uh, how, he had two. How is, uh, how's the ramp at the Lions Club? It's not. It's good, man. I mean, okay. they, they tightened up there, and they don't let people just hang out. You know, of course, I still picked up several handfuls of trash. Yeah. Putting the boat in and out. You know, people can't figure out that blue can is to put stuff in, <laughs> not around. Thank you. Thank you, Lester. You know, That's one of my pet peeves, too. I hate that. The garbage oh, can will be right there, and they'll throw a Gatorade bottle right on the ground. I cannot stand it, man. Uh, me and McLean used to, right there at the marina, used to walk over and pick up all on that beach, you know, when we were farting around after coming in from the tournament. It's, it's, it's just amazing. I'll never forget uh, one time my dad, the the main rule on, on has always been on his club is no littering. You know, don't leave nothing in yep, the Leave no sign is what we say. And and we're all standing around the fire, and we got this new guy uh, in the club that whoever brought him, and uh, he's standing there, and, you know, a pack of crackers, you got a little cellophane left. He's standing there wadding it up, and Taylor back in there, daddy, 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 daddy. And he's beating on my leg going, daddy, daddy, daddy. And my dad's trying, and my dad goes, let us answer him. And I said, what? There he goes, we don't litter. And that man just dropped his, his crackers right by the fire. Man, you talking about a guy that was two inches tall. It was hilarious, Ooh. man. Ooh. Called out by a oh, little it, kid. It, yeah. Oh, yeah, called out. And, you know, we were right there at the fire. I guess he was yeah. dropping it and going to kick it in the fire. Sure. But uh, Brant Taylor called him out. But uh, a quick a quick shout-out, man, to uh, to Strike Zone. Okay. Uh, Man, uh, I've been waiting on, you know, Taylor wanted all new stuff for his boat. So we ordered some 20s mm-hmm. uh, four weeks ago. 
that Shimano is way behind. And man, I, I called uh, called Dave last week, and I said, Dave, he goes, Lester, have I ever failed y'all on the Papa Son or anything? I said, no. he goes, they're coming. He goes, quit calling me. And uh, man, he called <laughs> he called me yesterday, and he goes, the reels are in. I said, I'll be there in ten. He goes, hold on. He goes, you want them spooled like always? I said, yes, sir. Man, we get there. Uh, he did an extra favor for Taylor, uh, but uh, just awesome, man. That's cool. Hooked my son up, uh, gave him a few things for his new boat. Uh, just, just awesome people, man. And good, uh, good stuff. Good. I good. Yeah, they've been, they've been, they've been a great sponsor, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, yeah man. And I told him, I said, I'm going to mention you on the show. He goes, oh, you don't have to do it. I said, no, I'm going to. Yeah. So uh, y'all have a great All weekend, right, guys. Yep. guys uh, happy Memorial Day. Y'all have a great Memorial Day. And yep. uh, God bless. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you too. All right, let's go ahead and take uh, a, a little early break because when we come back, we got a weather, we got a tides, we got a Kirby Co. cooking tip, all that good stuff right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Be right back. Welcome back to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kirk Waltz. Lagerman is Opal. <laughs> Opal. 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 Uh, and right now we need to do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. And Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider framing drywall, interior, exterior, finishing on both commercial and residential products. Folks, if you've never seen their work, go, go to the website. It's kirbycobuilders.com. Absolutely beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. All right. This week is your week, right? Yep. It's a set it and forget it. Set it and forget this it. This is okay. one of those okay. you're cool. going fishing all day and you're heading out the door and you need a quick recipe. Okay. And it's simple. I'm a dark meat chicken guy. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't mind eating the chicken breast, but I'm a big chicken thigh and drumstick guy. So what you do is you get five chicken thighs, and this is basically a Chinese chicken recipe for a crock pot. Pretty simple. Cool quarter cup of kick them in light soy sauce low in salt i like that a little better i like the dark brown sugar quarter cup of that teaspoon of ginger powder of course half teaspoon of garlic powder i like to throw a couple of uh, cloves in there you mix all this in a crock pot <laughs> y'all hear birds in the background yep oh Sound yeah like birds so throw jeff the- is in nature <laughs> yes he is oh god here we go and you throw the chicken in uh-huh. skin side up um and just set it on low for six hours. Put the put the lid on, and then when it's done, I like to take the roasted sesame seeds, uh, a couple tablespoons, and a lot of times I'll turn the oven on and throw the seeds on top of a sheet pan just for a minute to get them a little browner, and then sprinkle that over the top of the chicken, and then cut up a quarter cup of the chopped green scallions and throw that on top. And son, you got a meal fit for a king. Simple. Simple, stupid. Kirby Coat Builders, um, Inc. Hey, uh, go to Facebook. It's right there. You got Uh, me? Yeah, Jeff, uh, we do. We we got your birds in the background. It's pretty cool. It is. Um, Change in the weather. I mean, this is like a big change from what we gave at 7 o'clock this morning. Um, Brought to you by the Bearded Pig, finest Mm -hmm. barbecue around two locations now, right? Jack's Beach and we're – Where's the other one, Jeff? I don't know that area. The original one, Kirk. It's on Kings Avenue over in San Marco. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have Jeff. So earlier today, we had um, small small craft warnings. All right, 
So it's been downgraded? It's, well, no, it's actually been changed. Okay, so anyway, rest of the day, 10 to 15 out of the southwest, becoming south-southeast around 15. But here's where it changes tomorrow. Um, north winds 10 to 15, becoming northeast 15 knots in the afternoon. Holy smoke. Yeah, two to three uh, with six seconds. That's a totally different forecast than what wow, we had at 7. flip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday night, east winds at 10. So Monday, Memorial Day, east, northeast at 15. That's a done deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tuesday, east winds 10 to 15, becoming southeast in the afternoon. And then Wednesday, southeast around 10. So a, a big change in, in, in what they were calling for this morning, which is really weird. So it looks like they're doing, they're saying this front's going to flip offshore and move a little bit higher. The high pressure is going to move a little higher up towards the Carolinas. Right. And that, that is going to, in turn, give us a northeast flow. So right. Well, tomorrow we'll have like a little mini nor'easter. They, 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 were calling, they were calling for northwest at 5 yeah. earlier. And now they're calling for north winds at 10 to 15, becoming northeast at 15. This is what we constantly call a sucker day. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> but a beautiful day for the land lovers. Yes. Oh, oh it's yeah. Gonna it's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be gorgeous. <clears throat> beautiful. That's gorgeous. Yeah. And I am a land lover this weekend, by the way, Jeff. All right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I will. I Today's will. one of those days where if you just sit up underneath of the porch, because it's not going to be terribly hot today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to be nice and breezy. If you could just get up underneath the shade, fire up the grill, kick back in the rocking chairs. I mean, what a day to spend doing that. Yeah, yep. Jeff, yep. isn't it supposed to be in the low fifties there tonight? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to quite get there. Okay. This morning, they were actually talking about how it was going to be pretty cool, and I think it was about 73 at 6 a.m. Okay. But I think it's going to be, you know, get in maybe 60, but not in the 50s. Okay. All right. But but the high high tomorrow is supposed to be only like 81. Yeah, exactly. And as opposed to yesterday and the day before, it was 94. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hot and, well, and anyway. still. So well, I, I have my notebook and my pen out for the Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. Must be another one of Kirk's recipes. Yeah, it's very simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. So we already did it. So yeah, you're we late. Did. Now yeah. we got to do an Angie Subs uh, tied update here before we lose oh, I time. The Kirby Co. Yeah, you did. Yes, you just, did. Just go on our Facebook just page. Go on Facebook. You know, it's pretty All simple. Right. You know. Anyway, well, Angie what did Subs. you do? Step out of the truck and go like pee. Uh, oh yeah! Boy. There we go. Hey, we we enjoyed the birds better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. The birds were good because yeah. we were talking and you weren't saying anything back, so we figured you had walked off. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah, I had. Uh, I went to use the uh, bathroom the right outside the door. Lovely. Okay. Gotcha. That is just lovely. <laughs> that just What's right the, off the par top for of the course for this one. Exactly. Just yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Anyway, Angie subs right there at the corner. Pinman and right here. You know, there's go ahead, Jeff. Tracks right here. So I was marking my my territory. That's great. Yeah. Can I finish? Yeah, you can finish. Thank you. Anyway, (laughs) best subs in Jacksonville right on the corner of Penman and Beach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have a rising tide, high tide at 11, 10 a.m., low tide at 5, 12 in the afternoon. So good day to get out and fish. Weather's going to be beautiful. Be careful out there, folks. It is busy. You know, there's been some accidents the last couple days. Mm -hmm. A couple people drowned in Huguenot Park this week because of the high winds that have brought on the big surf. Yeah, Got and if, caught in some runouts. If you didn't, if be you didn't, careful. Yeah, if you didn't hear Kirk and I talking about it um, earlier in the show, the the tides are extreme. Yeah. Um. I mean, I just went through a full moon. Yeah, Jeff. I'm telling you, man. On on Monday and Tuesday, I, I almost didn't make it back to the ramp. Uh, mm-hmm. It. I saw bottoms. Uh, you know, 
pieces of, of, of concrete and stuff that I had never seen before. Right. Real low, yeah. low water. Yeah. A lot of boat traffic. People like to enjoy the Memorial Weekend by uh, drinking a few adult beverages. Make sure you have a dedicated driver. Put the kids in life jackets. Adults, where they're your PFDs too. Think smart. Drive smart. Be safe. Take your time when you get to the boat and, ramp. And, and Kirk, look around. You 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 brought up a, a really good point earlier. If you look, we we get it. We want the kids to have fun. If they want to get on a tube and pull them around, that's fine. Don't do it in the middle of the St. John's don't, River, yeah, people. Yeah, don't think about where you're at and and what you're doing and 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 where to go. I mean, that's like you talked about Guana, Fort, Fort George. Common those, sense. Those, yeah, common sense. Use common sense. Yep. Here's another thing: Memorial Weekend. They like to hit the sandbar at Fort George. There is a high tide at 11 o'clock. There's not going to be a lot of sandbar, okay? Be careful. Yeah. You know, have some common courtesy, too, for God's sake. Yeah. Watch out for the other driver mm -hmm. in the other boats. You know, be careful. And, and have some patience at the ramp. Yeah. Uh, be nice. Yeah, be nice. Just try to be nice, folks. Mm -hmm. And watch out for the first responders out there. They're going to be working all weekend long. Mm -hmm. They don't have the weekend off. They're going to be buried in the water trying to keep you safe. Uh, be courteous to them, too. You know, yep. FWC, JSO, Coast Guard, all those guys are just doing their jobs. Right. Have a little courtesy. So, Jeff, are you um, – is is today a day where you put one of your 10 grills to work? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. What do we absolutely. have? I, yeah. I think, I think we're doing marinated skirt steak and rice bowls tonight. <sighs> and then we're going to the uh, Dexter Meat Company meat shop today so that we can pick up some ribs for tomorrow so yeah we're, we're good 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 and you'll you'll be up there through memorial day so you got you can use all your grills oh buddy i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> wear them out i can't i'm so excited to be able to use them yes the traeger will be going the g-spot oh, and boy. even the gas grill are all gonna be going this weekend that's great hey everybody be safe this weekend remember the true reason we are privileged to celebrate memorial day is the sacrifices of those who chose to serve in the U.S. military. Absolutely. So, guys, thank a veteran. Yep. God bless all of them, man. Yep. And God bless America. Yes, sir. God bless America. Chris, thanks for coming to join us. Thanks yep. for having me, gentlemen. Yep. Yep. Anytime, man. We, we appreciate it. And people can read your article at Times Union. Yeah. yeah uh, www.jacksonville.com slash outdoors. And if you got any more questions about uh, gill fishing products, www.gillfishing.com. Um, or you can just email me. My just email you. That's the easiest yes, thing sir. to do. Appreciate you. Yep, have, have a Thanks, great guys. holiday weekend. Folks, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by, obviously, Nimnik family of dealerships, Buick GMC and Chevrolet, the Bearded Pig, Ring Power, Stackham Storage, Claude Nolan, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, TS Home Renovations, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Shark Coatings, Atlantic Coast Marine, C&H Marine Construction, Tower Outlet, Kirby Cove Builders, Wayland Bay, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Seenhatchee River Club, and Moe's Southwest Grill in St. Augustine. We're going to get out of here a little early and just enjoy the end of this song. Folks, remember, it's holiday weekend. Anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. See you. See ya. Oh, God done shit.
Yes, he did. Heavy brotherhood. 